Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? And just like that, we're live. That was easy. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, man. It's a burn. <laughs> I needed that all day. Burns are real good. My burn's real good. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Dallas? Uh, I'm, I'm super excited. <laughs> uh, I had to reschedule three podcasts this month. Um, I'm so I'm happy to finally be doing one. Um, that's not a knock on you. You were one of them, <laughs> but um, so I feel good. To be oh, you have this. questions. For I me. have questions. I wasn't just going to be like, so uh, the hook's going on. I could do that. This but is very professional. <laughs> you're damn right it is. <laughs> With your tangled cord. <laughs> exactly. Um, here we go. Ruby Villa Lobos. That's not, Ramirez. Say, that's not how you say, say my last name. How do you say it? Via Lobos. Via Lobos. Yeah, oh, it's a via, and it's, uh, yeah. no, so you don't pronounce the L. Well, my name's Dallas. The double L okay, is yeah. different, so you, yeah. it's not the same. <laughs> I, I'm as vanilla as they come. Very, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> um, why don't you go by your whole name? Um, I refuse. Yeah, why? Tell me why. Why? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just. I think it's. I think it's a Mexican thing. You add the two last names. So is it your uh, your mother and father's yeah. last names? Yeah, yeah. So they're always hyphenated. Is that why? Is that like a um, cultural thing? I, I've never understood that. Yeah, yeah. It just messed everything up for me in school. Honestly. Really. Yeah. Were you because put- they. Um, in in the like in the roll call or whatever mm-hmm. it was, it would shorten like my first name. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. And then they cut, cut your name off and your identity is fractured and then they're like, oh, I'm Villa Lobos and then they butcher it. Yeah, and it was just the worst. Yeah. Um, well, I was very, like I said, vanilla right in the middle. G is nice and centered in there. So I was thinking about that recently. People, uh, I heard re- uh, that people with like a names or like a last names or ABC ones to the front of the line in roll call. Yeah. They do better in life. It's like a power structure thing. I believe it. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Everyone I've ever hated starts with A, B, and C. Yeah. Ass bitch. You just barely made the cut. Yeah. Dallas. <laughs> Thank God. Well, you could still hate me. The, the yeah, night is young true. here. <laughs> this podcast just began. Um, yeah, and I know V. I would hate that too. You're stuck at the fucking last one. I don't think what is it? T U V W X Y Z. Just losers. Yeah, honestly. no one. I mean, you're stuck right in the middle. V V can be cool though. There's a cool V name out there. I haven't heard it, but I'm sure it exists. And for the last name, oh v, yeah, Lobos. Yeah, works. It's pretty cool. It works for me. Uh, I actually go by Dallas Bronson, anyways. So. I, I get the power B, so there you go. It's it's towards the front of the line. What's your middle name? Guy. That's your middle name? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's about as much as a, of a response as it deserves. 
I got nothing for you either. It's uh, it's one letter from gay, and that was uh, very easy to get called yeah. once you tell everyone in school <laughs> your middle name's Guy, and let me tell you. <laughs> they went wrong. Yeah, they were like, we can make fun of your first name, Dallas, Palace, Cow- Cowboys, Texas, Denver, whatever. I've heard them all. It is brutal. At least you have Ruby, <laughs> which is a nice name, and Guy on top of that, and then Gardner. Wait till someone found out that Gardner is a occupation it's on <laughs> just got how'd you make it out alive um i'm not sure well i changed school so much i just i they never got to the really dark stuff yeah that like there was it was all entry level and i was like okay i've been here before this isn't gonna hurt at all <laughs> <laughs> might have been it um so what do you do for a living um i hate this question so thank you for asking i really appreciate it that's right it's the <laughs> power be in the name yeah um i am a hairstylist we are in my place of work oh yeah very nice this is a very nice place i love salons and places is that what you'd call this place a salon yes 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 why do they call them a salon i don't know i don't know either and i was trying to figure it out um i was reading about that that boat fire that killed all those people off the channel islands what in santa barbara a couple years ago there was a a a fire on this boat for all these people that were doing like a uh, like some expedition or tour uh, to the Channel Islands and it killed all these people and one of the reasons the fire started was everyone had their like iPhones cameras iPads everything plugged in to these outlets in the salon part of the boat and oh. it was because I didn't know what a salon was it was so hard not to picture a fucking hair salon in the middle of this boat with everyone's shit plugged in and burning them to live, alive and sinking this boat while they slept. I just, maybe you would know because it's uh, the name of the build, the, the, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for nothing. Um, how long have you been a hairstylist? Uh, like eight years. Eight years? You've actually styled my hair for a photo shoot here once. Yeah. That was really fun. I, yeah. I had long, disgusting yeah, hair. I basically you yeah. know what so many people told me i should do a mullet with it i gotta tell you i regret it now because mullets are everywhere and they look kind of cool and i don't know got, I, I feel like the I, mustache and the carhartt shirt You're already there it's already there i know i have the mustache and then i would have had it i would have it would have that's what i was gonna say is it would have completed the kit so much i would have just looked like a it would look like a costume you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. i was sitting i was sitting there in my my truck today and i was like I have like backwoods and then I have like these these coffee pouches that look like dip or chew and like the Carhartt shirt and my hair is greased back and I have like cuffed pants and boots and I was like, I did this. This is all my choices. I've made this happen. I am just a caricature of my actual self. So Does that happen to you often? It happens to me too, where I'm like just like driving and be like, What? You, I did this to my, I made all these choices. You, what you, is happening? You, but like, do you feel you're like, oh, I was trying to be cool so well that it looks like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like I just copied something. <laughs> you, you, well, that's what I was saying. I was like, you dress so cool. That's why I like wore my like good pants. I was. I appreciate you know, your good pants. Stocking. Yeah. It's the only, only good pair I have left. I, I don't even care for how they fit. They like need to shrink up or something. Pants are always a struggle. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. But yeah, no, like I love the the um, pattern on that and the jacket. Like you really do dress super well. And when you Thank were at Baz's birthday, um, you and... Um, I Unnamed. 
uh, unnamed. Yeah. All right. That's fine with me. <laughs> Didn't work out. <laughs> what happened? I just like it. I like to keep it a little mystery. Oh, that's even better. Um, dressed so well and so nice. And I was just like, oh, shit. Oh, I'm thanks. over here I was sweating, sweating the entire time. I was sweating the entire time. It sucked. I wore a big black shirt like an idiot. I was. Po- it was not. Like, there definitely should be a shaded area there that everyone can communicate. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we're all... At the end of the day... We were all under the little the little canopy. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It was hot. It was yeah, sweaty. it was pretty warm. But thank you. That's oh, very nice. What's it like to have friends that are so white they have a birthday party for their dog? <laughs> Stop. I love them. No, I love it because with my family, all there is is like really loud music, tacos everywhere, and tequila. So absolute chaos. Oh, my God. I think of Mexican. <laughs> that sounds amazing, honestly. It's chaos. You think it's chaos? I always thought it was chaos growing up. Now I really appreciate it. Um, I feel kind of similar. Yeah. I, I didn't have like the, the fun cultural aspect to it because I am just like, like I said, you know, vanilla white guy, but the the components that my family bring, it's I'm really happy. There's a pool table, everyone's smoking, it's weed and cigarettes and we're all drinking and it's a good time. And there's like some some early 2000s like, cringy music playing there's definitely going to be some nickelback popping up it's actually a lot of fun those are my favorite kinds of parties honestly <laughs> oh, cornball white people parties oh, i love, or it. What? Well, I love it's, it it's the like i don't know my mom was a bartender and and everyone in my family's like an alcoholic so it was just any it's like as close to being at a bar without actually being at a bar that's usually what the parties feel like <clears throat> I think gatherings. I've started to surround myself with people who like, it, it's like, it's like when you watch a sitcom or a TV show and everyone is like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like they're all lunatics, right? Yeah. They're all insane. They're all exciting. And sometimes I'll be like, at like my own parties or like families or like my friend, my close friends, families. And like, I love all these people. Everyone's isn't insane. So yeah, isn't that so weird? But I love that. I feel like I've arrived there too, <laughs> where it's like, I need all the psychopaths. I need all the interesting people because the boring people actually kind of suck. And those are the ones whose opinions try, the, are trying to bring me down. I need the lunatic that is going <laughs> to tell me uh, 10 stories and seven of them are lies and they're all going to be amazing. And I can't tell. And they're telling them to you. You didn't even ask for them. God, no. And then they're telling me about people that... Like, I know who the fuck they're talking about, and that's brutal. That's all. Oh, you know, and then I was there, and fucking Jocko and Eric were, and I was like, I don't know who these people stop. They, like, have this, like, this self-importance, and it's, like, this instilled uh, familiarity. You're like, I have no idea. I never met these people. I hate these people. This story sucks. These stories stressing me out is what it's doing. I never want to meet Eric and Jocko. And then you just keep drinking? That's exactly. It makes you keep drinking. I wonder who did it to these people to make them keep drinking and arrive there. And then every once in a while, I'll find myself telling a story and I'll go, they don't know who these people are. I fucked up. Do you ever wonder when you'll get to the point where like, you ever see old people and they can just do whatever the hell they want to do? And you're like, when do I get to do that? Yeah, I do actually. I do, because there are certain people who just like, they, they just, they can order whatever they want, they can sit wherever they want, no one's fucking with them, no one's like, like, I feel like someone's always about to kick my ass or something, <laughs> or like, I'm going to be like, canceled, assaulted, removed, ticketed, arrested, or something, like, I'm not a dangerous person, or I don't do dangerous things, but like, 
I'm also not a dangerous person. Don't worry, you're safe. Like, I can see you, you getting canceled. Else, you canceled? For sure. yeah, me too. Yeah. I know. One of my friends, when I first started the podcast, he was like, Doing you getting canceled would be like the best thing for your brand. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> I, I took that as like agency to just like say like crazy things, but that's dialed back a lot. I'm definitely like when it comes to the podcast and talking to people, it's uh, actually so much more satisfying and, uh, like a good experience to like just connect with the person where it's like, I don't have to in hopefully I don't have to like intercept your story with like some silly joke or like offensive thing that didn't need to be there in the first place. But th- thanks it. for telling me I could be canceled. Yeah. You can see that. <laughs> Please interject with anything that is going to get you canceled. Okay. I gave you permission. You give me permission. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I figured I was like, you seem like a really cool person. First of all, to even be on this podcast. Cause it is, is I, the name is inherently like bad etiquette. Like it's not because I want to do things that are stepping on people's toes, but I kind of built an excuse with the name. So, <laughs> um, let me get in some questions for you. Um, okay. So you've been a hairstylist for eight years. Mm -hmm. What made you even want to do that? Um, my dad told me that it wasn't a real job. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad told you it wasn't a real job. He told me to get a real job. So then I did it. (laughs) That's funny. What, uh, so not a very supportive, uh, um, I just, I think it was, and I, maybe it's changed and I think that's why I like stopped talking and trying to defend my like job. But, um, I think there's like a need for it. Um, I enjoy doing it and yeah, I don't know. I, I wanted to go to photography school. I always wanted to live in San Francisco and then I saw the price tag on it and I didn't want to make my parents pay for like cosign mm-hmm. for an insane loan. Yeah. Um, and so last minute I was just like, I'm not doing it. Okay. And then instead of just doing nothing, I signed up for a course. It was like 10 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's a yeah. whole school year. That's a long course. Yeah. At least if you're not doing it like beyond that, just to have one course. Right. So, so you really got immersed in that. Did you have any like were you playing with people's hair or playing with the idea essentially even before you took that course? Is that why you went that route? Yeah. So I always was, I always liked it. I didn't know that it was like, like an actual, I mean, I, I didn't know it was a job, but you I didn't, feel you like didn't people, know it was like a career path right, or an occupation. Correct. I think people look at it as a hobby instead of like a career, but yeah. it's like, and I'm guilty of that too, where I've thought of it. I actually have a hairstylist friend who's really mad that you're on first. Oh, really? Because I was, <laughs> he's been cutting my hair all year and I, I, it's been great. We have, we've had this great friendship bud from it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I told him last week that I was going to have you on and he was like, fucking kidding me. He was, <laughs> I told him like the name of the salon he was like looking it up and <laughs> it was funny. So he's going to be a blast to have on in second place. Oh, I'm excited to listen to it. <laughs> Second, please. <laughs> He's fine. He has a good sense of humor. But, uh, okay. So, um, what, what, what makes a great work day, or at least a successful work day, being a hairstylist? <clears throat> um, uh, I don't know. I think... At least a day that doesn't end in you, you thinking that it was a wasted day at work or, or maybe something that was unfulfilling? 
I think the like similar to like how you talk to people and you just have, like have conversations. I like mm-hmm. having like just people who I enjoy talking to. They'll yeah. tell me about like so, I don't know. Sometimes I'll think about my day and I'm like I literally just talk to people about shows. They let me do whatever I want. <laughs> I enjoy my coworkers. They're really funny. I just eat all the time in the back room. I kind of want to be a hairstylist yeah. right now. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I mean, Hell it's yeah. like, it's not bad. It's like very, there's some casualness to it. Yeah. You feel? You feel? Yeah. That's good. I like that. What are, What about these people who come in that just step on toes, that are a bad customer, they're not doing, because like I said, essentially bad etiquette, that yeah. desire to want to conduct yourself in a good way. Who are the fuck ups? What are they doing when they come in and fuck up? I think that if you come in on a power trip immediately, like it's not going to work. Big Karen energy. No mm. one likes them. It's no. Not going to work. And I like they tell you how to do your job. Oh, already no. Yeah, and you can yuck. just already tell uh, on the get go, like What's how they good? walk, <laughs> how they. Their arrogance. It's not confidence they're walking with. Their it's names arrogance. usually start with an A, B, or C. <laughs> They already have it built Sometimes in. Sometimes a D. It's the ass bitch connection. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, yeah, I mean, my theory is just like with anything, just come in and like be nice, mm-hmm. and then it's it's all gonna work out. Well, what what are your favorite kind of customers then? Do they like? Is it the people who kind of come in and like lend you all the authority over it? No. Um, I mean, I like a little bit of a collaboration. Like, let me know what you want. The way I think about it is... people are scared. And some people end up displeased or unhappy with the outcome. And what they could have done is actually spoken up. Right. And I I did that at the beginning of the year. My my hair stylist, he was doing my hair into something. I was like, yeah, I was giving him creative, uh, you know, agency to do something. And I wanted to see what he was going to do. And then he told me what he was going to do. And I was like... Dude, I, I don't want that. You know what I yeah. mean? And it still came out great. And I'm glad I spoke up. And it, I think, was like crossing a line of communication that kind of strengthens that, that experience and that dynamic. Yeah. So I think that's like the gray area with like having a creative job because you obviously want the freedom to be able to do whatever you want, but it's nice to have like a little bit of restriction. It's kind of like starting out, like making a podcast, like you don't have a full studio or like all the equipment, but you figure it out. Mm -hmm. Or like having a band and you don't have like all the members or all of the best equipment. But if you think about like all of the bands that you liked early on, like what are their best albums? The their first, first one. ones. The first ones when they fucking did it in the basement of their mom's house yeah. or something. It's great. They don't know what True. they're doing. They don't have a record label. It sounds really shitty. And it is it's so, so good. It's so authentic. It's and, so good. And you know that there's a, a authentic organic desire. Yeah. And I think... It's a really beautiful thing. And that's so true. My A lot of my favorite music is the initial startups. Yeah. First EP, first album. It It's very raw. It It's it's like some of the truest forms of people. Yeah. And sometimes they lose that, and that sucks, but maybe they end up evolving into something that's also really exciting, dynamic, and that's always cool, too. But there is no mistaking, especially when you're a teenager, especially when you're growing up, you're, you have this youth and you're just started on any of these journeys. That's why kids like that music. That's why people who are 
beginning or you know just parallel with it i i really love that and i i identify with that yeah i think that's a really really good point to make you seem like you're really into punk rock guilty as hell because <laughs> when you said that i was thinking of the ramones first album black flags yeah. first ep and black sabbath my favorite band their first album yeah yeah so absolutely <laughs> uh do you like punk rock um yeah i really like the um i i don't i like what they stand for yeah yeah absolutely yeah it it, it really is like a lot of it was like these people are sticking up for things they have no business sticking up for and they don't fucking care what yeah. you think about it. <laughs> and I really love that. And there's a lot of punk rock where it's like, I don't agree with that, but they kick ass at the music they make. And I love yeah. that. Like I am a meat eater to the day I die, but there's some great bands that are fronted by vegans and they have intense music. And I'm so thankful that I can't understand what they're saying because I wouldn't agree with it, but it sounds so damn good. There's this band that, uh, that came out in the 90s and they're not a band anymore. It's super small. They're like grindcore, real grimy punk, like power violence. And it just, uh, it, their name's Anti-Schism. Okay. And they have these like super cool fucking songs that I are just, just like in my DNA that I love. And, and when I read the lyrics, I go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are the, what, what are, are some, some the, song titles? Yeah. What's that? What are some song titles from oh, Antischism? Oh, man, I couldn't even remember, actually. It's been so long since I've actually listened to them, but that is the first thing I think of when I think of a, a punk rock band or song that I kind of, you know, don't agree with. Or uh, what's another one? Maybe Earth Crisis. That's one. And um, there's a very... A dystopia. These are all hardcore punk bands, and they, uh, they're very about the environment and, and about animals. Oh, there's a, there's a band called, um, what is it? It is, uh, I can't think of the name right now, but it's on the tip of my tongue, but it's, uh, it's like a very brutal name. And I think they're kind of like more metal. Gosh, what is it? Fetus something maybe? It's a dark name, it's a twisted name. And I'm like, oh shit. Um, anyways, what are some of the things uh, that they stand for that you really like, really speak um, to you? <clears throat> I think I feel like I kind of always wanted to be a punk kid, but that's because I was just like a teenager who was mad at everything, like all yeah. the other teenagers. So you were normal. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, you're yeah. just mad at the world, and <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. It's so frustrating. <laughs> I think it's because we just get this giant dose of hormones that give us the power to exercise all those thoughts that were just kind of like bubbling up for the first time. Yeah. So we just zap them. We just zap them. We just zap them. I think that's why uh, kids who do sports and everything end up a little off, a little like more healthy in like their minds when they're kind of being brought up and they're not doing those rebellious things because they have these outlets that are like exhausting those hormones and all these things they're feeling for the first time and they're being like kind of driven to discipline. And uh, I, I was like anti-sports growing up and I think yeah. it kind of, I suffered for it because I had a lot of like coaches and PE teachers and people that were really, and like my dad and his friends would kind of wanted me to do sports, you know, kind of push me, talk to me about it. And I was like, no fucking way. I want to listen to punk rock, eat pizza, get laid, go skate, <laughs> fuck that shit. You know, that's all I was like about. Well, look at you now. You're just uh, drinking whiskey, uh, got backwoods in your car. Hell yeah. And, uh, 
doing a podcast and here's mm-hmm. one. Wow, life is a trip. I could run into traffic right now and be happy with the way things turned out as long as I didn't get hit by a Nissan. Do you drive a Nissan? I do. Oh. And that is offensive to me. Good. I fucking hate Nissans, except you, as far as I know. I don't drive a Nissan. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was ready to shit on your existence. Um, what is it about? Don't tell me what you drive yet. Um, what is it about? Nissan drivers suck. Ne- they're all toxic people, except Kiana. Uh, friends um she drives nissan i'll forgive her when she gets rid of that piece of shit um it is not okay they're bad people and there's something flawed and it, it that's all i have to say about that i'll go what did they tangent. do to you what did they do to everyone it's what they did to everyone they're bad drivers they it's like it, it is literally the epitome of the person who like leaves fast food in their car and like it, they got like the cheapest piece of crap they could get and then they like sh- shined a turd they polished the turd. That's what it is. That's what they did to me. <laughs> Male and female. Across the line. And whatever identities that are in between that people feel exist. Or don't. What else do you feel really strongly about? Um, in and out's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to get some in and out before I came here. What's your in and out order? I do three Flying Dutchmen and uh, I'll do a Coke, but I'll mix some root beer in there. They'll do that for you? No, I'll do it myself. Oh, you go in? Yeah. If I go through a drive-thru, I'll just get like a, you know, I'll get a Coke or a root beer. I'm not going to ask, be like extra. Because yeah. I worked in a drive-thru for a long time and those bougie ass people wanted the modifications and stuff in their drinks. I worked at Starbucks too, so it was like the worst. Fuck those people. That shit sucks. I'm not trying to make their job any more difficult than it already is. People at In-N-Out are compensated pretty well and they kick ass and they're like, like, Chick-fil-A. People love the Chick-fil-A employees. Yeah. They are amazing examples of people in this human race that I just, I was not like growing up and I barely am now. Yeah. But enough about me. What, what are, what's something else you feel strongly about? Because you were very vague when I asked you, what are those punk rock ideals you, you like, you were like, Oh, just like what they, was I being vague? Um, I wanted more is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, yeah, I just like that. They, they wanted to set things on fire, like literally and figuratively. And I thought that was so exciting. That was so exciting to me. What? Did you like, grow up in like a household where that was not the I see norm? what you're doing. You're trying to dig deep right now. What do you, well, <laughs> what do you mean? This is a podcast. Um, yes. <laughs> so, um, I was the youngest kid, a girl from like a Mexican family. So that is just, I don't know what that means. Wild. Were you pregnant early? I don't understand what you're saying. Rude. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just like r- really strict. Oh, they were strict parents. Okay. Um, I had two older brothers mm-hmm. who I was scared of doing anything. You were scared of doing anything wrong? Yeah. Were, were they like heavy handed like your parents? Were they kind of looking out for you? <clears throat> yeah, which is honestly really cool. I think a lot of people should have older brothers. Um, yeah, it was super helpful. I mean, I just like, I don't know. I, I didn't really like party or do anything too wild. But then I discovered music and I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. What what music did it for you? When did you discover it? Um, what, what was the inception? I think it was around like my junior high, high school, like freshman, um, like the 2000s, a lot of like 
bands like Interpol came out. Oh wow! Who I loved. Um, I wasn't expecting to hear Interpol from your mouth. That's cool. No, I, I, I like loved that. I would listen to, I listened to like the Smiths just because of my siblings. I would. Morrissey's super popular in, in Latino communities. It's crazy. Honestly. Yeah. I love that too. Cause I, I didn't realize that. And it was like, Oh cool. I'm cool too. I can maybe I can have something in common with everyone around me everywhere I go. <laughs> that, I like that, you know, a built in like, camaraderie with a, a different culture that means a lot yeah. to a boring white people let me yeah. tell you <laughs> um yeah what else i don't know i can't can't really remember it was like a lot of arctic monkeys they were coming mm -hmm. out i mean not that that's punk but it, it was it, when it i was, was really yeah, getting into it super cool it was like, like limewire was a thing oh really gosh how old are you i'm 30 okay that uh, i guess that tracks but I was doing a Pirate Bay, not LimeWire. Oh, okay. I didn't get LimeWire. I'm also very late and stupid with technology. <laughs> it's this fucking tangled <laughs> shit and not knowing if that's going to live or not. But continue. Um, yeah, I think I'm trying to remember what I was listening to. I know um, it's hard for me to have the playlist because it was always just there yeah. cataloging itself and then you making it. That, yep. that bums me out and stresses me out too because I had this laptop that I had thousands and pirated songs and I had everything I ever wanted to listen to and I miss it so badly. And in my head, like, I remember that. Yeah. That's my catalog. That's my music. That's my, that's my baby. And it's, it's gone. And I, I, it I know that I can remember most of it, but I'm always trying to go back to like the roots of that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean I mean that I think that kind of like kickstarted everything and then but then you start discovering music and then going to shows. What was your first show? Um Oh man, I don't even remember. I think I went I honestly don't remember. I remember my first festival, though, and that was like... Oh, your first festival. Yeah, that was Outside Lands. What's that? I've never been uh, to that. It was in San Francisco at okay. Golden Gate Park. And oh. It was like a two-day festival, and I remember almost dying in like the crowd. That's a festival, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was hot and sweaty and Did you see that bad. Netflix documentary on Woodstock 99? Yes. Dude. I didn't know that even happened. I know. No one talks about it. That show was gnarly. <laughs> it was gross as hell. I was like, maybe toxic masculinity does so exist. Bad. What is this? That shit was wild. I was not a fan of that. Um, glad I was four years old when that was happening. Yeah. Also, a lot of people love corn. That was also a huge surprise. A lot of people were stoked on corn, and I thought those people only lived in Bakersfield, where corn's from. Turns out they were in New York, too. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love corn. I don't love corn, but like I am now an adult enough where I'm like, I could go listen to fucking corn. I could probably you like seem that. like a corn guy. Really? Yeah. I'm going to kill myself right now. That <laughs> might be the most offensive thing anyone's ever told me on this podcast. You're very welcome. Um, bad <laughs> etiquette is over. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. I look like a, you seem, I seem like a corn guy. You just seem like a well-rounded, musically educated guy. Um, I, like you could listen to blues and also corn. I could. That's true. Yeah. I, and, and I'll agree with that. I just thought you meant like, I looked like a guy who loved new metal or something. <laughs> Cause like when Limp Biscuit. Oh, 
Oh yeah, who was also at Woodstock. Yeah. That asshole. My, f- I don't even know where to begin because I didn't even know they were that big. I hated the name. What is it? An ED joke. I just found out what that means. ED or Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Yeah. I had no idea. It, it, how weird. It's insane. That whole, but also like, how much pussy did this guy get being literally like a fucking sophomore joke name? <laughs> like, that's hilarious. I did it for the nookie. What the fuck? What does that, that even mean? He, whatever he, he was just trying to get some strange is what it means. <laughs> that shit's wild. I don't get it. That makes me feel a lot better. I was like, maybe I'm not so bad. Maybe I'm quite, you know, buttoned up around the edges here. This is quite a good show. They've got a quality, high class show. There's things I say that aren't as bad as Limp Biscuit. That's kind of, <laughs> I love, so there is like a certain exposure you need. Yeah. It's good. Maybe it's a good thing. Okay. Hang on. Well, it's um, it an outside Lance, huh? <clears throat> Who was playing? Um, Cat Power was there. Really? The Strokes played one night. Um, okay. I, yeah, I don't even... My memory's... I feel like my memory is really bad now. I um, blocked out all of high school. I have no idea what happened there. It's kind of weird how people... I think it's not that you blocked it out like as like an inherent choice. I think brains catalog and recycle things and get rid of them. And they're kind of just a little deeper and more embedded. And it's... Like, it's not really like, oh, I was traumatized, so I, I hid it in the basement files. I think it's literally just your brain being like, it's not relevant relevant information right now. Yeah. Um, but last week's, you know, appointments that I made are, that type of thing, where it's right. like, it's just probably not operating on it. I'm sure if you sat down and you sat with it and focused, you could remember like, holy shit, junior year was not that great. <laughs> <laughs> What do you like to do in your free time? Um, I mean, now that shows are kicking back up, that's, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. That's cool. I I didn't even know you were like a big uh, music person. That's cool. Yeah. I loved it. I, I mean, I used to work in San Luis, like my, my first salon job. And I remember downtown slow had the original slow brew location. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. It was the best. So literally on like a weekday, I would get off work. I just around... got a headache remembering the pole in the middle of the yes. floor. <laughs> yes. 637. Um, and you used to be able to get into shows for like five, six bucks. Dude. And then I used to work their street team so that I could oh, get, get show into, free, shows into any free? show that I wanted for free. What are some of the shows you saw? You got ones that stick out. Um, God, who did I see? I honestly would just like pop into like a ra- any random any night random one? That's so cool. and see like local bands. I knew nobody yeah. in town, like in San Luis. That's, really. that's what I did when I lived in Lompoc where it was like, it's just any of the bands here. doesn't yeah. matter. It's just part of the, it's like, this is a, a scene and it's going to shows and it's like, I might not even like this music, but there's nothing better to do. And I don't want to be like everyone else who's on drugs. Right. And I'm going to see, I'm going to go to the show. There's going to be people that are on those drugs. and won't even realize it yet. Exactly. But yeah. Uh, I'm glad I got exposed to music and the shows that way. Cause a lot, I mean, there's a lot of drawbacks to it, but it, I think it, it's a really good thing to like build community and watch that expressing yourself is okay. Oh Yeah. No, it, it was 
it's so exciting. Like you'd go into a show and then you like end up watching like a mosh pit form or, and I'd be like, what, what's happening? And I would always, like, I would always hear about them, but then they oh, just really? happen. And then it's just wild. It's so fun. So that's like the, the part of like being in the sweaty building, getting beer spilt, spilt on you. Like someone might punch you in the face on accident because they're trying to punch someone behind you. <laughs> and then it's the most exciting thing to do. It's the best when you're young and it's you usually like the consequences aren't so severe. Yeah. I got my tooth knocked out on like my second show ever. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The logo for my podcast now. Is I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. That, it's that show. That's me, 16 years old, with my tooth snapped in half from Zach Dermarest or Demarest. I don't remember his name. Doing some silly hardcore dancing, spinning back fist bullshit into my face. Was it worth it? No. <laughs> I, was, I definitely thought those people who did that like spinning dancing shit was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen <laughs> and still to this day still is and I hate it do you have a fake tooth I do I have a uh, can you take it out no it's not like that it's, it's like an a implant? crown it's a, yeah so I originally just got snapped in half and then they just put like a composite on it oh, okay. and then um that one eventually broke and then I went to a dentist and my grandmother paid for this which is one of the like like if I had like three financial like godsends in the world, it's been like this tooth, my vehicle, and I'm waiting for the third anytime now. <laughs> um, but uh, it was uh, like a 3D printed tooth essentially. Like they printed this tooth in like this air conditioning unit next to me. It was <laughs> fucking weird. And I gotta tell you, they uh, this guy was a bit of an asshole. He was pretty much of a, a perfectionist, and he made my tooth look pretty good so it actually like upped my confidence and kind of got me in trouble because ladies started noticing me a lot more and I was <laughs> in a relationship and it was not the best thing but Is it uh, because of your tooth I think so I, because of my confidence they were like hey yeah. that gap's gone and he's got a pretty good attitude lately <laughs> I think that's all that all it did it for these nimrods I feel like if you had a half a half a tooth, that would attract a whole different lady crowd. Yeah, they'd be ladies, but they'd be like those people who were not at the shows. They were doing drugs, and they were like, yeah. hey, I'm halfway there. He's just like me. We're missing teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so um, shows are picking back up. You like going out to shows. Is there, do you have any hobbies or anything you, you uh, have a lot of fun doing other than that? Um, I used to be really into i need to get back into it but um taking photos i think that's really fun yeah, i used to want to do it as a job um i realized i really don't want to do it as a job <laughs> um and what made you realize that i just i mean i i don't like shooting weddings <laughs> at that's all. like what pays the bills you gotta go yeah, shoot the weddings huh? i just i can't that's kind of what i i've noticed is like it's one of the unfortunate drawbacks is like oh i'm gonna make your perfect day so special i'm gonna take a picture and then you gotta put up with these bougie people or silly it's weddings. just such a long day and it's it's just not my jam, not your jam. it really is not um what do you like taking photos of anyways is there I, something that really just drove you to that? I like doing, I, I think, looking at, like, uh, like record albums, too. 
Yeah. It's really cool. Like I like all the photos in those and in the sleeves. Do you like of the bands or just like certain yeah. covers they make? Of the bands, of mm-hmm. like press photos they do, I think are really cool. Um, They're really cool. That's right. I, I saw something recently and I was like, oh, I want a picture like that. But it was like, not, so, not something I could do with my phone. I yeah. Like a camera camera. Right. That is cool. I love taking pictures of a lot of things. I love getting like a nice gritty photo or a nice like uniquely lit photo. Um, I'm really happy Instagram's a thing because yeah. yeah, there's a certain there's a certain little bit of me that I get to exercise in taking photos, and I like that. Every once in a while, I'm like, I haven't posted anything in a while. I'm just gonna fucking yeah. post a like cool photo. <laughs> do you use any like apps on your phones? Um, phone? I do. Yeah, I like the. Uh, maybe, I don't know. It's called Tezza. It's oh, I don't know that one. It's just like Tezza. a little girly app. But I, I don't know, it's just apps. fun like tinkering around with that. There's TikTok. one that's like a I like using Afterlight and yeah. Cap Cut's a good one. Huji film. I like Huji a lot. Oh, I love that one. That one. That one's great. There's one that's pretty cool. I have to remember the name, but it's basically like a disposable camera. Mm-hmm. That's Huji. So you Huji's have like to yeah. but you have to finish your roll before it, and then it on your phone it takes so you get like let's say 24 exposures mm-hmm. on your phone on the app and then it takes like three days to develop. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's still, okay. I mean, I still haven't finished a roll, but yeah, right. <laughs> it's kind of like having a disposable, but on your I phone, like that. it gives you something to yearn for. It's a little a bit little like bit. more precious. A little, it teases you a little bit. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Some people don't have patience for things like that. That's probably why I haven't I heard of it. I think that's a problem with youth these days. What about with not youth? Do you think they're impatient too? <laughs> think everyone's kind of... Everyone's a little impatient, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm impatient. I love that instant gratification. Especially if like I have hobbies and I want something to like, like a tool or like something new, or it's like, I want that right now. Like I was shopping before this and I was like at an army surplus store because I wanted something to like get. And I was like... <laughs> I have no money right now, but I really fucking want this. And, it, you know, impatient. I just had to, like, practice some and just, just going to wait. It's really difficult, yeah. It's difficult. We live in such a, like, such a nice society where it's like, I can get whatever I want when I want it, essentially. Yeah. I'm spoiled rotten. Might be a bad thing. I think we need to go through, like, some turmoil. I think this place is too nice. I think everyone needs to suffer now. Suffering's We've really decided. important. Yeah. Helps you appreciate the things that you weren't really uh, being grateful for. Yeah. But then it also kind of be like, what about the stuff I was grateful for? Can I have that at least too? That's when <laughs> suffering sucks. You're like, damn it! The good stuff! The good people! Why do they have to go? <sighs> what did you want to be when you grew up, though? Like, when you were a kid, was it photographer, hairstylist, like what, what, what did you be, want to be when you were like a kiddo? I remember wanting to be a teacher, which is super weird. It's not weird. I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. It's, it's so, so weird. Just that? You just want to be a teacher? Yeah. I wanted to be a teacher. And then I think that's basically all that I remember. Be but correcting kids all day. No, it's via, lo, via yo. Get it right. Go get out of here. <laughs> go. You're done. <laughs> um, yeah, just that, and then I got into like photography, and then that was my whole thing for like years. Yeah, that's and then, 
But how old were you when you realized you can do more than just one thing? Um, I think... I think I didn't learn that until a little bit later in life. Yeah. Honestly, I think the internet helped a lot with that. Yeah, so nice. Now everyone's a million things. Um, Yeah, they're not just... They're, they're an Instagram model, but they're a photographer, but they're also an entrepreneur and all this stuff. Yeah. Yep. I think I, I kind of like gave up wanting to do photography as a job. And so then I focused on being a hairstylist. And then at one point I was like, oh wait, I can do both. And one might complement the other. Right. Exactly. Um, which was cool. And then now I feel like everyone has all these side businesses and they like mm-hmm. little hustles. M- build furniture or (laughs) like do all of these things. It's true. It's also like uh, some people I really admired were people who did a lot more or did multiple things. Like my hero for a long time was Henry Rollins. He was a punk singer and a fucking, he spoke on stage, but he also is an actor and then he would do this and then he would just like, constantly be doing more than one thing and still to this day like he has a very like kind of diverse work schedule and I like having a lot of things to occupy the demons you know what I mean yeah what do you like to do like I love skateboarding I've been skateboarding since I was 10 years old it's been a huge part of my life it's brought me to the music that I like it's brought me to the people that I like the people I was with last Sunday when I was at Ralph and Dwayne's and Bill's place met through skateboarding, lifelong friends, really awesome. That's super huge and important to me. Um, I love Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That was uh, kind of brought on from like my relationship with Kylie. She had worked at a boxing gym. This fucking fly will get Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I swear <laughs> to God. Um, and, and that is honestly like one of my absolute favorite things. I like to write jokes and pretend I'm a comedian and do little comedy shows in Lompoc. Does your girlfriend think you're funny? Um, she wouldn't admit it, but yeah, she does. She's really cool. She's really yeah. funny too. Honestly, we had this class in college that we did together. It was a human sexuality. So as you can tell, I'm going to destroy this fly. Hold on. Fuck, I was so close. Anyways, as you can tell, um, human sexuality lends itself to lots of jokes. And I was a class clown even before I was in college. So when she sat next to me and she was saying those things quietly to myself, I just stole that fucking joke and I said it and then I was the funny one. So I think that's one of the things we go back and uh, argue about. I'm going to break this whole mirror if I get it. I want to kill it though. I was just at my friend Jake's house. He has one of those salt guns. Uh Have you seen those? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know anything about guns. Okay. Well, that was my next hobby. We'll just skip that. Um, (laughs) It's this freaking like a, like a pump action and you put salt in it and it kills flies. And, and he uh, was looking for flies in his new place he moved into, and there wasn't really any, but it was a fun gun. So I went out front, and he has a truck out front, and there's 39 flies on it. So I went full John Wick on this shit, just... And it was so fun to like pretend I did something fun with my life and was hunting something. I love that. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for letting me expand on that. Um, I've never heard of that. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, do you have a photography account? 
or anything? Do you share your photos? Um, it's just website? like my personal one. Oh, you just you just do that with both. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I, I know. I, I, I just need to put all of the shit I do into one account. I have three and it is so stupid and I hate darting back and forth between them. What are your three accounts? Well, there's the podcast one. Then there's okay. the personal one, which I found out I wasn't following you on, but I followed you today. Extremely rude. I almost canceled today because of it. Yeah, I know. I was like, I think I'm going to have to reschedule a fourth podcast <laughs> this month. This is brutal. Um, yeah. So there's that one. And then there's a drawing one, like an illustration one where I just draw on napkins. And I've been doing that since I was probably like 15 or 16. Okay. And I just got a tattoo yesterday and I was talking to the tattooer. She's an apprentice tattooer at a fortified tattooer named Sarandon Vickery. And it made me realize like I did not evolve the conversations we were having in the artwork around us. Um, I didn't evolve as an artist as like as an illustrator and I just stuck to this one black ink styled pen and napkins and just crude drawings. And you know when someone's like trying to say something nice after you like diminish yourself a little bit and yeah. she was like, no, I feel like that's just like your style though. I was just like, <laughs> damn it. It was the style of like a dumb teenager. Just a dumb teenager that's now 27. That's how I feel. So <laughs> fucking drawings, man. I limited myself. At what point do you think that like our past selves evolve with our current like selves? I, I, I still want to be like maybe I feel like I'm 16, 17, like going to those shows, 18. I know sometimes, like sometimes there'll be like a news story and it's like teenagers today and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, oh, I haven't been a, I haven't been a teenager in like almost 10 years. Jesus, Jesus, what? Shake it. Get out of there. What are you doing? I'm an adult now. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like it, it happens to me all the time. People were talking about teenagers and I was like, they were born in 2004. Are you oh, shitting so me weird. in the yeah. ass right now? Are you breaking the microphone again? I think so. Do you, have, do you want to tax? trade mics? We can trade mics. No, is mics. it still intact? I don't know. I just Did don't you want to fucking break, your break equipment. it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're still going. I can still see okay. your, uh, me talking over you. Okay. Yeah. yeah, perfect. I'm used to it. Just a man talking over me. Where do you think you're going to be in 10 years? If I like, hope that people know that I'm being sarcastic. About what? Through a lot of these comments that I'm saying. Fuck them. <laughs> If they don't know, they're too late to the podcast. Yeah. They got to go on in the, the wrong crowd then. Yeah. No, they'll <laughs> find out uh, the hard way or the normal way. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's an interesting question. Like when, when are we going to like catch up with our current selves, like wisdom and age? Yeah. Um, but then would we be failing our like punk selves if we let that die? You know, we might be, but there's a lot of people that have been failed for a greater good. And yeah. that greater good could be who you get to become and who you get to evolve as. I think there's a lot of indignance and silly standards I would hold myself to, like credibility, like punk credibility, that um, like, you know, not doing sports when I was younger or not doing things, not really applying myself. And in lieu of that, I think I would much rather find out what chrysalis I can pop out of and and become, you know, kind of like really blossom. And I think I'm learning that in my later 20s now that like I want to push 
the um, envelope of like my myself and see what limits can be reached and met because I was doing myself a disservice growing up. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I hope so because that's what I'm doing right now and if I'd hate to hear that it's delusional. <laughs> <laughs> find out it's a fucking waste of time and I just need to stick to the stick to those ideals, those fundamentalisms. What did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I definitely wanted to be a pro skateboarder when I was younger. At one point, I wanted to be an Egyptologist. I was super into Egyptology, just archaeology, but centered around Egypt. And I don't even know what kind of spawned that, but it was a lot of fun, and I really liked the uh, idea of... There's a biker gang walking by. I'm sorry, I was really distracted. They all, all are wearing cuts. It's the Moloks, the local biker gang. I think cool. we should ask them to be on this podcast. I Do you think they have bad to. etiquette? Um, I think they're absolute gentlemen, actually. Okay. I am honestly a little hurt that you would even believe that they'd have bad <laughs> etiquette being in a biker gang. I used to want to be in a biker gang. Oh, I, that was. I'm just of, asking questions. That's here. fine. That's totally fine. I'm just asking questions too. What's the problem? Maybe, maybe they're assholes. Maybe they tie me up and gang rape me, and they make you hold the camera. Like a biker gang. <laughs> Seriously, do you want to trade microphones? Do you want me to duct tape it? Is it falling out? It's no, totally fine, just, I swear. I'm just making sure. It's in, I swear. Say something. Hello. We're past that now. Hi. There we go. <laughs> Let me it's be. It's just fine. This whiskey's Dallas. Good. You like it now? I liked it before, too. You were talking shit about... Um, about Bullet. No, I wasn't. I, well, I said I really like learned to like it. I wasn't talking shit about Bullet. This is a misrepresentation. <laughs> Don't listen to her. <laughs> I like it so much I have more of it gone than, than you. Don't, don't be... Son of a bitch. That girl has to have a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> but she got like the discounted one where it's like, we only do it three inches instead of ten inches <laughs> to your thigh. Looked like she was like looks looked like she had stole two giant macadamia nuts, shoved them in her pants. Anyways, uh, back to questions here. We're doing a podcast, Alice. Um, what's a, what was a normal normal weekend like growing up in this household? In my household, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you said you had these two older brothers that you know looked out for you. You weren't doing crazy things. You weren't partying, and I assume your parents were also kind of similar to that. Your dad said, get a real job. He said, get a real job. Um, I don't know. I'd just like help out around the house. It wasn't very exciting. We'd That's like okay. go on trips I, every I, once in a while. Okay. Again, like my memory is just so, so bad. You think it's bad? I think so. Okay. I mean, yeah. do, you, do you have like bad short-term memory? No, I think... Did you block it? Maybe just maybe like I just blocked it. Just maybe actually something did traumatize you and yeah. you just blocked out those memories. I mean, what you did make sense. Or I mean, what you said makes sense yeah. about like it's just functional. Yeah, like just was. Oh, I'm sure that's part of it. I don't remember all of third and fourth grade or whatever, but I yeah. remember things that happened. Okay. Are yeah. you ju you just don't want to tell me? You just don't want no, to actually. No, have a podcast? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm literally just trying to think. Um, what well, What was a weekend you remember? Like when I asked you that, what was a weekend you remember growing up? You said you went on trips sometimes. That's cool. 
Tell yeah. me about one of these trips. I mean, we'd we'd go to like visit family in like Colorado, like in the summer. Um, so that was cool. That was a cool lesson lesson in patience. For yeah, sure. Being in a car that long. With yeah, your I mean, have you? It's full eighteen hours. <sighs> yeah, that's of brutal. driving, like no stopping. I've done, I've done a 15 hour drive awful without stopping. That's not fun. Yeah. So bad. So hot. I know. And you're with people. You're stuck in the back of the car. Your brothers are farting on you and there's just like <laughs> shitty music being played. You're like, Oh my God, I would love to just be listening to some Arctic monkeys right now. Arctic monkeys all the way. A limp biscuit. You're <laughs> fucking losing it. Give me all the corn. Yeah. You're playing I Spy, and you're like, I Spy, an open window, I'm out of here, <laughs> jumping out. Exactly. Yeah. I'm the youngest in my family, too, so I can, you know, kind of relate, but I don't think my, I, I was, like, pretty safe about a lot of things growing up, and still am, very, like, kind of, I feel engineered toward that, like, I don't do a lot of, I was not a big partier, I don't go too crazy in public, especially, and, uh. I, I honestly didn't have a, like a friendship or a relationship with uh, my siblings, even though we were growing up in the same house. Um, you know, until a couple like more recently, until a couple of years ago. Do you do you still talk to your family and everything, and have like a relationship with your brothers? Yeah, I think they um, they have a good. They're able to kind of like push your buttons. They family. Yeah, yeah they sense. know the right thing to say to be like. Dang it. Like, you just roll, you just piss me right off immediately in the first minute of being here. (laughs) But, like, it's fun. Like, what's something they've said where minute one's a a no go? Um, I mean, they'll just be like, hey, cool haircut, and be like, the hell does that mean? (laughs) You have a cool haircut. Maybe they think it's a cool haircut. Uh, They definitely don't mean it. That's hurtful, (laughs) these fuckers. (laughs) Just things like that. But, like, you learn to appreciate it and love it, and they're supposed to, you know, like, twist your arm about things mm. and, like, bring you back to reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't you hate that? Like, you feel like a normal, confident member of your life and society, and then you go home or you visit your family, and then you're just the fucking youngest kid again. You're like, <laughs> just uh, just emaciates all of your identity and ego you have outside of the, the household or the family. Absolutely. And I think that's, like, the really grounding thing about family. And... Makes you honest. Yeah. Makes you kind of look like and go, oh shit, what am I doing? Yeah, That's but it, what, it also like gives you like tough skin. It you does. You know what I mean? It does. I like being the youngest. I feel like I have the toughest skin of everyone. Like, trust me, I've heard everything that I could ever hear from my Pe- siblings. Yeah, someone who lived down the hall <laughs> has said the worst shit I've heard. Like, yeah, that you're hurts not gonna really hurt. bad. So anything you say now means nothing. That's good. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. Good. I was worried you were like super reserved and boring and had no concept <laughs> of like the prickliness of reality. No, That's no, no, good. no, not at all. If someone driving a Nissan told me "fuck you" on the road, I'd be like, "I've heard worse." <laughs> <laughs> I've heard worse, but not from anyone who's driven something worse. Yeah. You take the cake, <laughs> asshole. Get out of here. Exactly. Toxic people. <sighs> Um, I mean, I feel like maybe I'm being very vague and not answering your questions, but yeah, you are. It's really horrible. You're making it very difficult. I have to fucking really <laughs> hang in there and 
poke your buttons now, but I'm not a sibling, so maybe I can't <laughs> achieve it. You can, it. please do. Okay, I will. It's going to happen. <laughs> you do have a really nice haircut. I like your hair. Who styles your hair? Um, I have been seeing this guy recently. He's in Paso. His name is Edward Tedeschi. He cut it last. Um, I just kind of let him do whatever he wanted, mm-hmm. which is cool. I really like the, I don't even, it please, looks, please don't describe it. <laughs> okay. I, re, I really like the like booger globs you got in there. It's great. Um, <laughs> I wanted hair that looks like your hair when I was younger. Okay. There's a tease to it and I appreciate that. And I really liked a certain amount of, this is now not your hair, so don't take it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I liked a lot of like the goth hair tease stuff from the eighties. Yeah. And I really wanted that and it never, and now I got kind of like stuck with like this forever greaser hairdo. Yeah. It works. But, um, so I really like, I really appreciate it. I'm stoked on it. That's why I asked like, who does your hair? Is that something you do? Like you're like, I'm a hairstylist. So I fucking do this shit myself. No, I think it's really hard to do it on yourself. Um, I cut my hair for like seven or eight years. Yeah. I feel like it was not, ever amazing (laughs) people who cut their own hair are pretty amazing to me honestly that's why i stopped cutting my own hairs (laughs) i i couldn't deal with being that amazing yeah you were too cool i've never been accused of that (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i don't know i i think it's nice to just have someone do what they want to do yeah, that's right. kind of yeah, that's kind of how I felt. You know, um, I feel similar. Like, there's parallels between like what you do and being in this shop and having a salon, like being a hairstylist. And then yesterday, I was getting a tattoo, first one I've gotten like four or five years. So it was interesting to see how I embraced it as an adult, and then it was also really cool to see someone who is like good at their craft and what they're gonna do. I didn't look at it the entire time it was happening. Yeah. I didn't want to look. I didn't want it to be spoiled. I saw the stencil. I knew it was going to, you know, I had an idea what it was going to look like. And um, I trusted the apprentice and the other professional tattooer. And they they made some really cool art on me. And I, I wanted to lend that to them. Because it was like, this is, you know, I know where I want it. And I know what I don't want you to do. You know, don't sneak a penis in there like some tattoo artists do or yeah. whatever. But <laughs> It, it really came out well, and I, I like the when you're around someone who's an auteur, you know, and they can they can do that, and they can give their individuality to be a part of it. Like yeah. like like my hairstylist, like I really like what he does with my hair. Not what he was doing that first time, but you know that's why I stopped him. You yeah. know, every once in a while you gotta be like, no, flip it around. I like the color green, actually. <laughs> Whatever. But so I get it. I understand. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you have some like bad hair cuts you've gotten from people that, <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I, I guess it was, um, I think I wasn't prepared for it. And Who's prepared for a bad haircut? Right. You never think you're going to walk out looking like a doofus. And I did basically, I was like, I'm, I'm here and I'm open to anything. So then it was my own fault. Mm. Um, you, you gave him too much. <laughs> yeah, I, too I gave much. him a lot of freedom. Creative so freedom. I, I, there's no one to blame but me. Um, no, I mean, like, you, that, it's bold of you to be self-aware. 
it's good, nice <laughs> of you to be self-aware and have the, you know, you can identify, take the responsibility for like, it was actually my fault, but yeah. they could also do something that wasn't horrible on you. Do you have pictures of it? What happened? I do have pictures of it. Okay. Oh man, this Maybe is really what's going to get me canceled. I doubt it. Why? What, what? There's um, no way you can get canceled. You're not a white person. They don't, <laughs> they don't cancel people that have cultural backgrounds. No, because I, I feel like I signed up for it. And then I think I just wasn't ready for it. It was a like creative. Would you get a fucking undercut, side cut, or something? You get it was side. like a. It was. Do you remember the like punk like Chelsea haircuts? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh no. Kind of what I got. You got the skinhead haircut. But it was a little bit longer, um, like, in the main part of it. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Um, Those girls scared me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think that was. I think I think that's cool. Like the oh, fact that me. you have like such a, I mean, like in like the punk scene, such a like iconic hairstyle. Like me, even just saying it, you know exactly what Immediately it was. Immediately identifiable. With I guess the, I just knew someone who was like so sweet and had one. Who? Um. God. Okay. I can't remember her name. Not I that can't. Sweet, no, no, no. I can't. Think the camera. I died. can't say. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no more video. <laughs> oh, it's done. <laughs> I think so. The screen went black. I don't know what the hell to do with that thing. It doesn't do what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, Caitlin, do you know Caitlin? McCullough. Yeah. Yeah. Vaguely. So she, I, I'm aware of her. I don't think she, I knew her in person. She used to have one. Yeah, she did. That's um. Right. We went to beauty school together. Okay, cool. Yeah, so then I ended up finding out that, like, she knew my brothers, which was cool. Yeah, were, were your brothers, like, into punk music and mm-hmm. they grow Oh, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, and she was so sweet. Who are your brothers? And I love her so much. Um, so, she, uh, she, I don't know, she was just really cool. Hell yeah. And so she, you're like, I want, I want this bitch's hair right now. Yeah, and, and she... She was like um, one of the people that I saw at Slow Brew. She's tiny. I saw her at Slow Brew Mm -hmm. and I saw her um, like in a mosh pit. She like got thrown down to the ground, would stand back up and like keep going. And I was like, oh my God, I love her. It's so tough. It's so cool. I know. Isn't that shit so hot? It's just like this person is way. That's one thing is I was like, I don't think I'm ready for these chicks in this music scene. (laughs) They're way cooler and tougher than I am. Yeah, no, the slow brew music scene and anyone anyone who had a Chelsea haircut, for sure, like, it, I, I was, like, immediate crush on. I used to have a thing for um, girls with short hair and Chelsea that's immediately, like, that's just, like, bangs and, like, fringe curtain framed hair and then buzzed in the back. I, I was too scared to ever pursue any of those girls, but there's <laughs> at least four that I had a crush on, for sure. That shit was... It was spicy in the punk scene or in the music scene. <laughs> yeah, it's just a wild haircut to have. Like you're already sending a message. Mm-hmm. It's a tough bitch message. Yeah. Sorry, That's I keep calling cool. women bitches. I mean, in the most respectful, like endearing way, though. Tough, respectful bitches. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. Also. <laughs> <laughs> I know I used to buzz my hair pretty short when I was uh, pretty into punk too. And it was kind of like a lending itself to like the, the skinhead culture. But I was like, I'm not going to go bald. I have like, <laughs> I have like a mole right here and I have this bump that's been there forever. I, there's no way. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Also, yeah. Do, do you ever like, are you ever cutting someone's hair and you're like, what the f-? 
fuck is that? Gross shit. Um, they usually tell me. Yeah, I have I have a a little cyst right here, a little bump. So yeah, I, I, rem- I remember you telling me. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you yeah yep. I, I was like this poor lady is gonna throw up on me in the middle of COVID right now. <laughs> no, the thing is that like we're just used to seeing like all the things. So yeah. Thank God it wasn't the worst. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> That's just something I'm insecure about. So it's so easy to like try and reach out and find what people actually think about it or like warrant. So I used to be, that's one of the reasons I cut my hair for six, seven, eight years was like, I don't want anyone to like touch this bump or have to talk to someone about it or know about it. Yeah, and it, so yeah. it was like something I was really insecure about. And I meant to go to a dermatologist and get that shit hacked off, but I am who I am. Lazy person. Some shit just falls to the wayside. Welcome to this episode of Bad Etiquette. We're learning all about Dallas's flaws. I know. We need to learn more about you. Why are you so close to the vest here? To the what? Close to the vest. You ever hear that expression? Uh-uh. Mexicans. <laughs> Are you actually, like, is that your uh, background in a cultural respect? Your parents Mexican? Yeah. Yeah? Just Mexican? Yep. Okay. I'm just curious, because I, I feel like there's a, a lot of people who don't identify the rest of the Central American countries um, as far as, like, people who get to immigrate to America and, and share their culture. As far as I know, that's... Uh it's all Mexico. Is that what you think? Yeah. Is that what you think? Are you that? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> you just think they're all the same. They're all Spanish. And they just like, what kind of Mexican are you? There's, I found out there's a big difference between Mexicans. Depending on which coast, north and south, what Oaxacans are. Yeah. Y'all aren't very nice to those people. Oh my God. You know that? <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't know what kind you, of you, do you, I don't know what kind of How do you know about that? <laughs> I don't know what kind of people you're talking about. Well, Hawkins. <laughs> the ones that are mean to them, though. Oh, normal people I grew up around. <laughs> I feel like Oaxacans got a bad rap and they have amazing food. Oh, my gosh. No, I really want to go to Oaxaca. I, I hear it's amazing. There's this uh, terrific episode of Parts Unknown where Anthony Bourdain goes, and he goes so into depth about their food. And I was like, holy shit, that's a whole other level of Mexican food. Yeah. That's not just some taco truck shit. That mm-hmm. sounds amazing. I kind of have like a like a bit of a cunt-ass diet now. And um, I don't like to stray from it. And I've never heard of a cunt-ass diet. Can you please explain it to me? Why don't you tell me what your diet is first? <laughs> Let's get a little bit more of the guest here. I'm, you're, you're a guest. I'm like... Sometimes I feel like I'm just like a gross, like dude, man who drinks whiskey, loves a good steak. I'm like a dad. Yeah. Yeah. You like good steak. Steak. I I eat steak three to four nights a week. Yeah. Like exclusively. So good. It 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 got too much of a bad rap growing up, and people associate it with poor health and like arteries being clogged and it's this huge misconception and I really stick to a very uh I would like now to eat mostly whole foods having meat being like the primary category that I stick to and I do like three to four nights a week we'll have just steak or like I said like I'll go to In-N-Out Flying Dutchman people who don't know what a Flying Dutchman is 
girl, that is just a patty, right? Patties and cheese. It is so good. Actually, I think if you get just a patty, I don't even know if they season it. It's called a Scooby snack. Is it? Yeah, it's called a Scooby snack. Isn't that cool? (laughs) I'm going to go to In-N-Out after this. I guarantee it. Um, How do you how do you feel about animal style fries? They're pretty fucking good. Yeah. I don't, I don't get fries. I'm not a big French fry guy. Yeah. Um, I do love sweet potato fries though. I'm a French fry guy. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Your dad. I'm a dad. So you just like whiskey, steak, and French fries. Mm-hmm. What else do you eat? That's, That's my jam. You what about Mexican food? You don't like Mexican food? Were you? Are you just over it? You're like, mom. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think what happened was I was just always around it, and so, like now, all the, like all my friends and even like in high school and stuff, they were always like, oh my god, I like I love all this food. Like, they would come over or. Yeah. whatever and be like this is just like i didn't really appreciate it i guess well you're so close to it and they, they yeah. love it because that's not something that might be a mainstay in their household and you're right. like i'm stuck with this guys you guys have a casserole you can bring over or something oh like i love that i love like green bean casseroles like when yeah, i i hadn't had it once since like a couple of years ago oh, it's my first man. time i had it's, it it's a good like thanksgiving dish too i love oh. a good mashed potato yeah oh so good hey man <laughs> And these are a lot of things I don't even eat anymore, but I still know they're delicious. I still have lived. I yeah. just don't live anymore. Why? I'm dying inside and outside. I'm, j- just because uh, I, I realized how like um, my insecurities as far as like physically, like what I look like with my shirt off and uh, health wise and like um, just uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't, I can't think of the word, but just like, even like working out and like my sustainability as a person and uh, longevity as far as those things go, would have been really, really helped by changing my diet. And I ate like shit and drank like shit. And I was addicted to soda the majority of my life. And I wasn't even a fat kid. I was just chubby enough to not be normal or feel comfortable with my shirt off in a pool and and it's these deep-seated and deep-rooted insecurities that I've just been trying to stave off. And something that has immensely helped is this diet and eating this way and avoiding things that are super processed and actually really bad for people. And it's also like, there's also a certain amount of like smug, like, I fucking am better than you because I know this and you don't like how vegans are. I'm essentially a vegan with my attitude. Just I eat the opposite of what they eat and just eat like fucking animal foods. It's really (laughs) nice and fruit and honey and that's it. Are you a Whole Foods guy? Like, do I go to the the store? I don't think there's a Whole Foods any fucking where near us. (laughs) No, absolutely not. I, I, Go to Trader Joe's, but their meat sucks, and it's all, like, vacuum sealed, and every time I cook it, it is garbage, so I get my collagen powder from Trader Joe's, and I get my ghee from Trader Joe's sometimes, but, no, I like going to Valley Fresh or Cali Fresh or whatever the fuck it's called um, around here, and I'll get a tub of beef tallow or ghee, and I go to Albertsons and get a steak from the butcher counter. I don't even go to the little refrigerated like aisle. I go to the the actual butcher and say, "Hey, I want one of those." And it is it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I've I'm the lightest I've been in probably 10 years. Just about 10 years. I just want this on record. Um you're glowing. 
it's because I've been drinking and I'm a little sweaty. So it's like a, it's like the lighting. It's just like reflective. I think. Oh, it's the alcohol. Oh, look at how red my nose is. Jesus. <laughs> Why didn't you tell you're glowing? You're red. Look, <laughs> your, your nose looks like an alarm right now. You didn't tell me that. Jeez. There's too many mirrors in this place. Um, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's walk- why you dress nice and your hair is nice. Imagine you're like, I have to stare here, at myself all day. You're like, you think you look fine and then you're like having a bad day and you're like, you can't escape these mirrors. It's a, you can't, huh? it's a fun house. It's without the fun. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I do do too much gawking at myself in my own mirrors anyways. I think, uh, have you seen that new Predator movie on Hulu, Prey? No. It's really good. And I love predators because they have giant foreheads just like I do. And I think that's why I love sci- them as science fiction creatures so I much. I didn't think you had a big forehead until you pointed it out. And I think well, this is a lesson that um, women and men need to... Uh... Appreciate people's foreheads? <laughs> Dude, people shit on women and their big foreheads so much. It's hilarious. Like on TikTok, I, I watch a ton of TikTok because I'm broken as a human. And it is... <laughs> hilarious um big forehead and women with big foreheads is just like a entire subculture now so bad <clears throat> i have not downloaded tiktok because i will be obsessed with it yeah i, totally I just already it. know also you know chinese communist party gets all this access to your data that's wild my friend was he teased me about that he's like oh you like having the ccp uh, up your ass and i was like what are they gonna do what could they possibly extract from me? That- and yeah, what if I do like having them up my ass? Yeah, it's like, I'm into kinks, bud. Try it sometime. You ever had a Chinese up your ass? <laughs> you ever had a whole party in your ass? You'll probably like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have went that route. I didn't, I didn't roast him enough. But I told him, I was like, what are they going to do? Invade America? That would be so rad to have a hot war. There hasn't been a, a anyone that's invaded America since Americans invaded it and made it America. That's pretty cool. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. But also I'm petrified that it's going to happen. And there's this really terrific quote. And I know that you probably know this cause you're a guy like me from world war two, um, to invade mainland America would be like a critical air. There would be a rifle behind every blade of grass. And it was something I think was uh, spoken by like a Japanese general or maybe, maybe it was a Chinese. Uh, I can't tell them apart, honestly, <laughs> unless they're extracting my info on you said TikTok. It. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. But it, it, I, I don't know what, it, what it's from, but it, it, was, it, was, it was truly true mm-hmm. when I heard it. And I, that's something I like that it's like, there's a lot of restrictions in this country about like what guns people can own and they own them anyways. And it's really great. Cause it's like, that is a huge defense from anyone from invading this place. Makes me feel really good. That makes a lot of sense. I had not thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like How that else do you feel about the Chinese? Um, great food. Amazing food. What's your Chinese food order? Chinese food order? It's been so long because the way I've eaten, I don't really know. Well, I used to go to this place in Napomo. I grew up in Napomo, and um, I don't know where you're from or where you grew up, but it was called the Golden Dragon, 
And oh, I yeah. loved that. We'd have wonton soup and um, chow mein. And it was just like, I loved Chinese food and Chinese culture. And I loved Jackie Chan when I was younger. And I was like, this shit is so fucking cool. Why can't I be Chinese? So I have like a weird, like inherent respect for the, the idea of what China has been and become. And I'm sure there's a lot of Chinese people that are like, hey, we don't like this communist party shit either but we can't hear them because they're being put into like camps do you think that's why you like uh tiktok so much i think it's just like my way like my little dedication to the chinese like i got got you guys it's cool yeah (laughs) no i think it's because i'm a regular human that is easily inundated with (laughs) algorithms that are beyond my human understanding and i just go holy shit look at this girl's ass oh my god they're talking about trucks perfect and it just zaps me into all my little like surface level they're like he's a simple guy he just likes women's butts and uh just just give him a patty with cheese uh, in and out and he's fine i've never been so stricken and cut down with perfect sentences before in my life so (laughs) i appreciate it um, let's change gears here. Um, I was told to talk to you about movies. Okay. Yes, please. This so, is my forte. Fuck yeah. Let's get into it. Sarcasm, baby. Damn it. Hit me with it. Oh, my sarcasm or yours? Mine. So you <laughs> this isn't your forte? You told me at Bill's that you, there's a lot of movies you haven't seen. People are like, oh my God, I should see this. Like, yeah, uh, people are going to get so mad. Nah, fuck them. I don't care if they're mad. You're not going to have to deal with them. You're just going to have to deal with me. Fine. Might be a little worse. Um, what movies can you watch anytime? What are your comfort <clears throat> movies? I was obsessed with The Sandlot. Still am. Uh, I had the biggest crush on Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Dude. You better believe it. <laughs> me too. Are you kidding me? I was like, I'm gay as a boy for this Benny. It was the reason why I love baseball uniforms. Um, I always wanted PF Flyers. Yeah. He was just a good guy. Just a good guy. And like, the, he wasn't the main character, but he was like the focus of the, the, the story too. Yeah. A lot of it. Everyone really in there like is great. Yaya's awesome. Squints is so good. He ends up with Wendy Peppercorn. Wendy Peppercorn. I know. <laughs> I think about that all the time. About like, just like, like people you've had crushes on as you're growing up. And I never was sly enough to fake being drowned. Yeah. <laughs> that's not sly. That's actually sexual assault. But you know what I mean? It's. It was really great it in the 90s. It worked out pretty nice for him. That's yeah. good. I need to watch that movie again. That is an instant classic. That was it's always, so good. always good. Uh, what else would I dog. watch? Yeah, what else? Again, memory. Um, that I never understood Star Wars until recently. I was just going to fucking ask you. I was like, <laughs> Star Wars. Like, which, I swear to God, I was yeah. like, don't say Star Wars right now, Dallas. Just wait for an Empire and don't talk to her yeah. about it. And you said Star Wars. I'm finally glad we're on the same page, kiddo. All right. You didn't understand Star Wars? I didn't Wars understand it. Reason. I didn't get it. Why? Is it in English? It, is it because it wasn't in Spanish? Um, Yeah. It yeah. is exactly why. That makes sense. I you know. Who believes there's no Mexicans in space? I mean, they got to America. They're going to get up there. Like, come on. They're... It's very 
rude to not have them reference. There's black people in space. I just learned English last year. At least two. I can tell your accent's kind of yeah. thick. Yeah, it's all right. I'll um, help you. We got some okay, thanks. words. Like I have a word bank. <laughs> Who starts a story in the middle? It's it's not even the middle though. It's that they went back and created the origin, and I think it's honestly one of the best. Exi- like, there's no other examples of such an aggressive prequel, such a great origin story being established. Right. And like, what, what, I'm sure those people who got to watch A New Hope and were like, oh my god, like Obi Wan fought with like who who Luke's dad was, and they were in the Clone Wars. What the hell is that? There's more of these fuckers? They're cloned? Like, it is so cool to, like, see and hear and listen. I am such a big Star Wars nerd. It was one of my earliest memories was my brother showing me Star Wars. I was like, uh, Justin, we have to rewind it. It's over. And he's like, no, no, this is the opening. It's not the credits. I thought it was the credits because I couldn't read yet. And he's like, no, 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 it's the beginning. Just stop. Because I hadn't seen movies before, so I knew at the end there was a lot of goddamn words. So... Like, hey, no, no, no way. We got to rewind these VHS tapes here. They were all, like, pirated, too. I don't even know what to call them. Like, they're all taped. They're all on one tape. One, like, blank Mm -hmm. tape that someone had recorded. Just stole. I love Star Wars. I think that uh, there's a bittersweetness to how they've fucked with it in recent years. Yeah. Um, That's, see, it's... It wasn't until recently that I was able to like kind of watch them all in order that it like made sense. And yeah. I think I just didn't have anyone to like explain it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I get it and now I really appreciate it. I That's understand really cool. the like cults, like yeah. classic vibe it has yeah. and how important it is to people. It's weird. It is really important to people. Yeah. Like, Which like, even, like, I think that's cool. It's really cool. I just feel like I had to be really careful with who I talk to about like certain things. Oh, well, I, I'm, I, I have no pride that you're going to offend or I, there's no sensibilities that you could possibly offend. I would love if you talked to me about star Wars and gave me your opinion on any of it. (laughs) Like genuinely, I, I think, uh, I've grown up enough to be able to handle that. No, I love it. I just like, Sometimes I have questions. Well, What's the matter with you? Don't question it. It's I fine the way it is. What happens, and I need <laughs> clarification. I'll clarify anything about Star Wars <laughs> okay. for you. Um, uh, yeah. Do you? Who's your favorite Star Wars character in in whole? In um, whole. <laughs> ooh, that's a good. Wait, why are you laughing? I mean, I already I am not going I'm not it was gonna... funny. It was just a, it was, I'm Beavis and Butthead in, in reality. Yeah. It was just funny that I said that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh at you already. You, you're not funny. I know I'm not. I don't have a, I don't have a favorite. That's okay. I can't. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't think so. Which storyline was like your favorite? You have a favorite of the series? Um, I like... God, this this is gonna people are gonna kill me for this. Um, I love Natalie Portman. Oh, me too. And Hayden Christensen. So huge crush on Natalie Portman. Right? My fourth grade book report was on Hayden Christensen. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I swear to God, are you kidding me? What did you write about it? I don't remember. My mom wrote it. It was great. Uh, <laughs> no, it just wrote about like his acting career and the. I remember the cover photo. How was, terrible it was. Yeah, shut up. And uh, <laughs> and like how he came to prominence and inevitably got that role. 
Yeah. And uh, no, I love those two. The prequels, honestly, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised with how much support the prequels get. And they're like really how much people bad. People hate them. Fuck them. That's old. That's old news. Yeah. Especially with like the storylines that they've expanded on, and they had the Obi Wan show come out on on Disney Plus, like. People aren't like that anymore, and, yeah. and those—that's what I got to see in theaters. I saw all three of them. Yeah, mm, I didn't see the first one. I didn't see *Phantom Menace*. I saw uh, *Attack of the Clones* and uh, um, *Fucking Revenge of the Sith*. Yeah, in theaters, some of the most important memories of my life. I, I love those movies. So, like looks-wise, I like those two characters. I like those two actors. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, I was kind of bummed he had like long hair in the third one in Revenge of the Sith. But I then his acting kind of gets like, so much better. It does. Yeah. Well, and you saw someone, there's this meme that's gone around that's kind of like made a good point about it. It's like he was supposed to be an awkward teenager or awkward young person. And then he acted like an awkward young person and you fucking panned it. Come on. And yeah. I think that's like, well, that's a, got a good point there. That's right. Back me up, Sonny. Yeah. Um, no, that, that. What do, wait, it's a huge part of my childhood. I really appreciate it. There's, I mean, in the originals, there's so many good ones. Like, Leia's awesome, um, right? Don't you agree? Obi Wan is great. She, she was my least favorite. Really? Yeah. I was like, there's just women in space. This is gay as hell. Yeah, well, women are the worst, right? I mean, not really. They're literally the reason I'm here. Yeah. You know. I'm glad you acknowledge that. Yeah. No, I love women. Too. Like the sweetheart of a. A, a young lady got this this connection made so we could do this podcast and that, that's really awesome um, Harrison Ford is great in it my hero he's just such like such a stud when I was a kid I wanted pants exactly like Han Solo yeah he is like a salty man dream is like Both. yeah he was like one of like the fir- one of the first anti-heroes that I saw as a kid and I just clung to this persona and it is just unfortunately never left yeah you know what i mean i i really i love han solo probably my favorite character in star wars yeah. you know there's there's some great side characters and some smaller characters that like they did the boba fett show Yep. That was cool book of Boba Fett. You know, a lot of people didn't like it. They're like, what the fuck is this Mandalorian season three? I don't know how much you've watched, but the Mandalorian <laughs> shows up in that show a little, little much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did watch, I did watch those. I don't think I watched the Boba Fett one, but yeah. Who's your favorite? Han Solo? It might be Han Solo. I loved Boba Fett as a kid. And then there's that like rivalry between Han Solo and Boba Fett. And then, um, there's this one, there's this little animated shorts they did when I was a kid, uh, before the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. They were the Gennady Tartakovsky, I think I'm saying that right. It's a Russian animator, is his kind of creation. Uh, Clone Wars, Star Wars Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So it was that era with Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen. There's a bunch of voice actors, but there's this one episode where they have this like, random bad guy general who has a bunch of like droids on on like swoop bikes and his name's dirge two motorcycles drove by as soon as i said that that was so awesome (laughs) his name's dirge and i was just so fascinated with this brief little storyline where obi-wan is like in a clone trooper uniform and then fights him and has a lightsaber and it's just 
it's like the pinnacle of like what my favorite fucking little subplot or character story is in all of Star Wars and it's this little animated short. I remember when they came out as a kid and I was like out to dinner with my family and it was, they always came on at seven o'clock and I knew I wanted to be home by seven and it was like 7.05, 7.07 and I missed the whole show and I was so upset oh, no. and I missed it and I was so bummed because it was like, fuck. I used to do that with, um, I used to, have my sister record on a VHS happy days because as soon as I would get home it would be over oh that sucks so you never record it yeah I didn't know you had a sister yeah wow you just talked about the two brothers you don't like the sister I love her okay what the fuck she's the least problematic oh that's why you didn't even you (laughs) just I just mentioned the problematic yeah how about your mom uh yeah super cool super cool yeah you know yeah, but Happy Days. I've never watched Happy Days. No? I've never you watched Happy to. Days. You have to. It's so good. I might. You should. Do they, is it even available on anything? It has to be. Well, yeah, it has to be, but like, it, hopefully it's on one of the streaming apps I already pay for, and yeah, I don't have exactly. to find something else. It was kind of annoying is like things I want to watch are on those gross free ones like Tubi and like... I'm like, it's free, but I know it's something about it's making me feel gross. <laughs> There's going to be like some dumb commercials in the middle of it. Commercials all the time. It's brutal. Yeah. Literally, streaming is just turning into TV. It's so gross where it's like, why the fuck is this just inundated with these dumb commercials? You're literally yeah. I'm paying $60 a month for these six streaming apps instead of the $60 for DirecTV or whatever. Yeah. It sucks. But then you but you ever go on go to someone's house and like just have TV or DirecTV? That's grim. It sucks. That's brutal. I feel like they're living in a Twilight Zone episode. It's the past in their house. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, because you can't choose what you want to watch. It's and then you can't what's on it. when the commercial comes on or <laughs> if to skip it or have the premium plan with no commercials. People but at least they can watch Jeopardy. I guess Alex Trebek's dead. Who I mean, hosts it now? I have no idea. Yeah, they're just like I don't have direct TV. Guest. <laughs> <laughs> you have direct TV. Look back these oh, but here. <laughs> look at your notes. Yeah, no, because I had some good questions I wanted to ask you. Because we left off of what movies you can watch anytime, and Star Wars kind of let us go on a tangent. Who did you learn from the most? Like, what valuable lessons did you learn? Um, I think my grandma. Your grandma? Yeah. Yeah. She's really cool. She's like a small little lady. I mean, I've only known her when she's, like, older, but I always describe her as, like, the Clint Eastwood of the family. Like, super just, like, to the point. Shoots from the hip. Yeah. Yeah. She'll give you a look that, like, we just all know. grandmothers for you yeah. i think gram- grandpas get that uh cult like um stereotype but it's actually the grandmothers it's the grandma. the fucking it's brutal the grandma. ones my grandmother has hurt my feelings more than any person <laughs> on this goddamn planet yep <laughs> <laughs> that's cool that's funny what about um what are some valuable lessons you've learned from like exes too like something you've taken from relationships that maybe it obviously didn't work out, but you're happy you learned you value. Um, that's a good question. 
I know it's kind of it's kind of a departure from the previous question, but it, yeah, it, it is kind wild. of the, the 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 prototype of that question is what I was curious about. Um, I guess just like knowing what you want, like maybe being a little bit selfish about what you it's hard because I'm not like a selfish person so like thinking about what it is that you really want and kind of like more long term and being a little bit a little bit more strict about that is yeah like you have to represent what you're here for and res yeah. respect yourself as well as the other person by you know saying like hey this is this is how much time we have in right. this world this is not working. This is not happening. Or if this is going to work, this has to happen. Yeah. Valuing something similar. That's very important. Mm -hmm. I, I've been in a long-term relationship with someone, so I am very fortunate to grow with her and learn those lessons together instead of having to like look back in anger or pain and kind of go, oh, this was a, this was a way to make this relationship better. Yeah. It's, it's strengthened, strengthened it a lot. So I like that. That was a really genuine <laughs> smile. That made me feel good. I wasn't even trying to be sweet, but that made me feel like I said the right thing. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really good. Well, I, you know, and it, I'm very curious because I, as an adult, really haven't gone through multi multitudes of relationships and right. I don't have exes to like, you know, place red flags on because it's like I only have the red flags I bring and what she brings and what we make turn them into and hopefully grow into yeah um I mean I honestly haven't either I think I've dated like two three people yeah. that's it that's, so that's good. it's normal it seems like that's healthy um age, I mean yeah I mean what I don't know what healthy is but like hey me too <laughs> Um, I'm out of whiskey already. I'm going to pour some more. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please keep telling me more what you were saying, though. I don't, I don't want to let that um, detract. I... What was, what was the question? Well, it was more just like um, things you've learned from people, obviously, that you've dated. And I, I, uh, you said you've only dated two or three people, so maybe those lessons aren't so abundant or you can't compare them. Um, I, th I think it's important to like, I think you realizing, um, like that you're able to grow with someone and like realize that you like guys both have flaws or red yeah. flags, mm -hmm. but you can work on them together, like even call each other out in like a healthy way mm -hmm. or just really just grow. I think that's super important. It is. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe I had the, like, perspective of being, like, a younger kid and, like, observing, like, the, my older cousins and what they would do, um, who they, like, would bring over to meet the family, and I don't know, just kind of, like, watching, yeah. really, um, and then realizing from there what I wanted and what I didn't want, and then you, like learn from it from your own mistakes or uh, I mean, uh, you know what I mean yeah, like no it's, one's it's really something perfect, very but. fortunate about being one of the like the youngest in the family and 
you get to observe everyone's errors, critical errors they make within the family, and you're like, I'm not going to bring them around. That person is in my back pocket and not right. bring, coming, coming home. That's funny. Like, I remember having my older cousins bring their, like, a boyfriend to meet my grandma, and it was the one, like, when I started to catch on to, like, the role that my grandma has, um, and like how important, important. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, she's just like watching and observing. And then I just started to notice she would like give this look and immediately, like I would see it. So like every once in a while, but you were noticing and I, it. And I started to like catch on and realize, yeah. and I'd be like, oh, that guy's not going to last. Yeah, this is... And she didn't have to say anything. Not made for this family. It's not going to work. So then eventually, like months later, they would break up, oh, and then my grandma would be like, I knew it. <laughs> and you're like, grandma, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the look. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it. they're so wise, and it makes sense. Yeah. And... They've been around the block. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I know. That is true. Grandmas are cool. They are cool. My my grandma's a sweetheart. She just turned eighty. Uh, I love her to death. Not because death is like around the corner and she's eighty. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I love her to death. Like, I'm so happy to have her in my life. She's my last grandparent. My mom was um, put up for adoption, adopted. That mom left and was raised by a different mom Yeah. after that. So she has her biological mother, her adoptive mother, and then her stepmother. And all of them are dead. And her dad's dead. And my grandfather on my dad's side is dead. And all my great-grandparents on my dad's side are dead. And all my great-grandparents on my mother's side are dead. So my grandmother that just turned 80 is my last grandparent. And oh I get gosh. to place all of my adoration and all my growth as a human onto her and get to like interface with her. And so she is like supreme, you know, that's why I'm like, my grandmother's hurt my feelings the most out of any person. <laughs> like for sure. She, that shit cuts deep. Yep. Yeah. That's so funny. Yep. Both of my grandfathers had mustaches. So I feel like I'm doing them proud by keeping the stash going. Yeah. I just, just thought about that. <laughs> Do you have any great stories from, or stories you want to tell me from working here? You have some shitty customers, clients rather. Um, let's see. Or great ones. Maybe one bought you a bottle of whiskey and said, thanks for the haircut or. Yeah. So exciting. Um, I made some really good friends. I, um, one, one of those like clients turned friends, her mom brought me a bottle of whiskey for my birthday and I like blushed and started sweating because I was so happy and it was the sweetest thing. That's really sweet. Um, so that was cool. Uh, I feel like the good times override the bad ones. That's good. Yeah. Which is great. Um, there's a good like bond with the people here. So I feel like people have my back. You know what I mean? That's good. Yeah. yeah if, I, I mean, there's been some bad ones. I've gotten like really upset at times. Um, 
just like people on power trips. Mm. And like I said, I don't need to do, I don't need to like do what I want all the time. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I'm open to what I think about it. How I think about it is it's problem solving. So how does it? You fix their hair problem, maybe. Right, but also like, how do you live your life on a day to day? Let's figure this out. What's going to be easy for you? So I like try to ask a lot of questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, oh, okay. So like to get to know the client and like what their hair is going to go through, essentially. Yeah. What they're going to interface with. Yeah, like let's make it. It it. It's like a problem solving. Yeah. Every time. I like that. You're getting a target package for this person's hair. That's cool. Yep. I like that. That's good to know. So I've learned to avoid the like really bad situations by asking a ton of questions. Does okay. that make sense? It does, absolutely. Because yeah. you, you've fielded what is going to work and what's not going to work. And you know that like you may want bangs, sweetie, but bangs are not going to want you in this world. Exactly. That type of thing. But also like if you want to rock bangs, do it. Who am I to tell you not to do it, yeah. right? Just don't be mad at me in a week when they're all fucking crooked and exactly. Apart. <laughs> yep. No, exactly. You work outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get mad at me for giving you what you want. I'm gonna tell you how it is going to go on the daily day to day, and if you're cool with it, I'll show you how to like style it, do it. Um, but you can't get mad at me. Yeah, please. <laughs> Don't come back here complaining. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you, do you have mostly female clientele? Um, I do. Yeah. How often how often do you get a dude come in here? Um, just maybe a like podcast. once a week. Once a week. Yeah. It's not a lot. It's not very often. It's not. There's no. a lot more days in the week. <laughs> yeah. That's you wild. Guys, you guys are pretty awkward in I, the hair salon. I don't understand that because I kind of would like. I graduated from like. Super cuts, fantastic Sam's to just going to salons. I didn't go to my first barber shop till I don't know, it was deep in like twenty five maybe. Yeah. I can't remember my first barber. Like I did not go to barber shops. I didn't I was like men kinda in in that environment didn't make me feel like comfortable. Yeah. And still to this day, like I go to a barber shop and I'm still like, I am not cool enough for what they think they are right now. And I'm just trying to like, I, I have very, uh, wild kind of like mom and she's very like inflicts her personality on people. So like, I'm not intimidated by being around women or feeling awkward. And I, I like that. So salons were an easy, easy place to, excuse me, an easy place to go. Yeah. So men who are just, you know, strong enough to walk in here and go through that. I admire those once a week people. Yeah, and and it's usually like the the husbands of the wives who come in. Yeah, um, and I think that's kind of why it's. I mean, they're maybe seeking something a little bit different, or they just feel comfortable coming in, which I think is cool. Um, also, like as a guy, who do you want more to make your hair look good? A bunch of fucking dudes. Or like a bunch of young women who think it looks good. So when you go out into the world, you're going to feel validated as <laughs> yeah. a member of your gender. Like, right. hell yeah, it looks sexy because these ladies made it look sexy. They know what's up. Exactly. I think it's very validating. I always want to ask like women like, hey, um, what like what kind of hair should I get? Or what kind of clothes should I dress like? Like I want, I kind of want to know. Like that shit's important still as a young person where it's like, I want 
I don't care who I don't care who knows it. I want to be fucking sexy. Yeah. Tell me what is is the is the is it the boots? Can I should I get rid of them? What is it? You know. So I. I think that's good when guys come in to the salon. Yeah. Good for them. Definitely. Hell yeah. Yeah. Checks out. Right now. How do you how do you stay organized as someone who has to do appointments and do podcasts and have a social life? I am so busy. You're very lucky that I fit you into my schedule. I am. This was a rescheduling. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> no, I'm constantly on my phone. I'm constantly looking at my schedule all the time. I, I, I absolutely love having a planner and a schedule yeah. and a calendar. It's so cathartic. Yeah. It, I don't know what happened to me or where it came from, but there's like a certain like anal retentiveness that I've harnessed and it is made my life a better, a better one. Yeah. It's so nice, um, to know like what you're doing, where you're going. Um, but yeah. Um, my method, I am just like, just very intense about it. I'm always looking over it. Cause if it's not like, written down or oh I'm, I'm, I'm like always I'm always on my phone yeah. just looking at my schedule trying to like make things work what tools do you use um I use square okay the square booking square booking. and then google okay. google calendar I was gonna say google calendar yeah Chris Lambert and Allie uh they're uh pretty stern about Google Calendar. I, I, I like more analog. I like like having written stuff. That that kind of does it for me a little easier. Yeah. I, 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 like I prefer the, the like written ones, but then I would like forget it at home, forget it in my car. Yeah. It, it's kind of it's kind of a bummer when you don't have it cuz it's like if it's on a like a interface, it's like, oh, well, that's on my Apple Right. Like account. So I can have that on three different items. That's way easier than forgetting it at home. And then it's not in my car. Then it's not at work. And then it's like, that's degrees of separation I can't get right now. Right. What, what was the square one called? Um, it's just like what I use for my appointments here at work. It's mm-hmm. just square. I think it's square appointments. Square appointments. And is yeah. that something I like just like is for appointments in general? Yeah. Okay. Just kind of curious. I'm always trying to find a, like a neater and better way to like organize life and and things in general so yeah. I, I like to know what people like what people's process is especially creative process i got this um this book what is it called it's about all these like famous people's uh routines i think it might be called daily routines actually mm-hmm. something just as simple as that and it's like Benjamin Franklin and Madonna and like all these people throughout history and all these exciting things and what their process was and what their routine was and what they did or didn't do. And it, it's, it's so, it just speaks to that like mannerism of, well, I need to do a podcast, but I have work, but I also want to play and I want to do these things and I just like want to organize it. And it gets, it gets a little, uh, a little dizzying when you're inexperienced and young and you're like, I don't know if this is going to work or not. Right. You reading any books right now? Um, I am not. Is that bad? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Do you? Are you embarrassed by that fact? Um, no. I. I mean, I feel like everyone's always reading stuff, but honestly, I work a lot, 
And the Can't minute finish. I start reading, I just fall asleep. Might be a might be a good thing to have though. You can you can go to sleep at the end of the day. Start yeah. reading something. Just use that as a tool. Yeah. Um, what are you reading? Um, I'm rereading this uh, book series by Jack Carr. He is a retired Navy SEAL, and he has this uh, fictional account of this man named James Reese, whose family gets killed and his SEAL team gets killed, and he has to find out what happened. And um, it's like four or five books now, mm-hmm. and he just came out with a new one, and I already read that one, so I went back to read them all. Or li- I listened to them. I actually, they're all audio books because I can't sit down and read very often. The, it's just time consuming, and it, yeah. it's also like kind of robs me of like my bodily autonomy, so I can't be in route to to a podcast or going to see my friend but if I'm going to see my friend and I listen to a book get reading done essentially and I like that a lot I'm also actually reading a physical copy of uh, Tim Kennedy's book um, Scars and Stripes he's a a local guy who is a former UFC fighter and army special forces ranger sniper all this cool shit and he something that's really like intriguing about it is it he's describing like Morro Bay and slow and Santa Maria and, and like talking about things he did around here and that that kind of really grounds me and I like that a lot because he's a really uh, really successful person and did things that I, I wish I could have done growing up and it's uh, kind of inspiring and I like that a lot that's cool yeah that's what I'm reading right now I didn't ask that question so I could brag about what I was reading. <laughs> I did actually like it. Yeah. want it. Well, I just had that, and I, didn't, I haven't had a podcast talk to anyone with it in a while. But uh, that's what's sitting on the front seat of my truck right now. Um, yeah, I can't really do audiobooks. Why I have not? a hard time with that. Do you listen to podcasts or anything? Um, not really. Really? Yeah. I, 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 it's rare you meet someone who doesn't have podcasts or, or something now. Yeah. To I just, to. I get so distracted, honestly. Um, I'm a very visual person. So the, uh, the podcasts that have video are really, really good for me. I yeah. will watch them. Oh, so you'll watch them. Yeah. I'll watch them. A lot of people have told me like, you need to have video. And yeah. I think that's so true. And a while ago I heard how important it is to have video, hence that dead camera over there. <laughs> I think, I mean, there's there's something to, because I think what happens is when you have video, a lot of the times people will show, like in some podcasts they'll have a lot of visual it's things. It's so shareable And a too. lot of people. You can clip it and it's on Instagram now. Yeah. It's on Facebook now. It's on TikTok now. I can send, it can be on Snapchat. It can be in an ad and it's so much more uh, dissectable. Yeah, but there's, I mean, there's people who only exclusively, I think, listen to audio. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch. So, I don't watch podcasts. Yeah. It, I wish I could, but I'm usually driving or I'm at work, so I gotta listen to it. Yeah. Watching is not really a possibility most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, are there ones you watch then? Um, I like. Uh, Bad Friends. Yeah. That's a really good that's one. That's a really good one. I love those guys. Yeah. Santino's one of my f- favorites. He, I, l- I love his like mannerisms, his inflections and his like, yeah. deadpan humor. He, mm-hmm. he, he really, do you like, um, uh, Trash Tuesday? I don't. You don't like it or uh-uh. you just haven't gotten there? I don't like it. Oh, you dislike it. I've watched some of them. I only watch them if there's certain guests on there that I okay. really want to see. Yeah. I 
I'm just not a fan. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> I don't know why. I listen to it with Kylie a lot, and she loves it, and I like I love it too because like I like Andy Letterman. I um I want to be a comedian. Like that would be great if yeah. my life could pan out that way and I could be like you know make a living being a comic Mm -hmm. that'd be nice but um yeah no I I really like them and also Bobby Lee's now ex uh Kalila is just ridiculously attractive so that's just like a shoe in for me yeah (laughs) um I I mean she's like I hate all of those facts about it actually I don't I I just don't think she's funny She's not sorry. Funny. That's fine. She's not. A, that's why she's not a comedian. I mean, she said funny things, but like, that's just. It's fine. That's just your. You know, you're yeah. entitled to not find something funny. Because believe me, there's a lot of people I don't find funny that, and I don't get. They're so popular and people love them, and it just polarizes me for sure. Yeah. So it's like, perfectly okay. I mean, I remember being like, "Oh my god, she's she seems really cool." And then so I like started listening to like Trash Tuesday and Tiger Belly, yeah. and I just didn't really like care. Yeah, you're just like, I don't think that when something doesn't speak to like your life and it kind of gets a little out of touch, it yeah. can be difficult to listen to. Right. And, and that's happened to me with podcasts. I love, and that hurts, and that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm just like. This person is bitching about something that is so out of scope and so irrelevant to me, and I just don't relate anymore. Yeah. Even though I adore them as a human. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're one of my favorite people. Yeah. God, that sucks. What else besides Bad Friends and not um, Trash Tuesday? I really like, um, I love Chris Stefano. Dude, Chrissy D. Chrissy, Chrissy, Chaos. Chrissy Chaos. You like his fucking podcast? I love him. Do you, uh, do, uh, what's, what's the one he hey has babe. with Sal? Hey, babe. Love Hey, babe. Dude, Hey, babe's so good. Me, oh man, me and Kylie would sit by the beach and listen to Hey, babe. It's as so a good. In, in, uh, when we lived down in Oceanside, it was so good. I, I love that. I love it so much. And then Sal and Joe DeRosa's Taste Buds. Have oh you- my God. I didn't even know DeRosa had a podcast with Sal. That's you so cool. You have to watch it. I just was recently listening to, uh, I think it was Burr's podcast, uh, with Bill Burr's podcast with DeRosa. Because him and DeRosa are extremely close and like oh, okay. big friends. And Bill Burr's one of the main reasons I started a podcast. Because he has his solo podcast. He primarily does it solo. And that yeah. kind of was a, a built-in reason to be like, I could fucking do this anywhere, anytime. I don't. I haven't done a solo one in a while. It seems kind of... But uh, do, Oh, so what's it called with the Rose and It's Sal? called Taste Buds. Taste Buds. I get it. Okay. And so they um, they battle. So every week they, they choose something to um, argue about. Really? Because I guess like... I love that. I didn't know a whole lot about Joe DeRosa, but he has like a really interesting personality where he's like always like angry <laughs> oh that's so interesting finally someone who finds me interesting great i love that thank you <laughs> so they will battle about like one time it was like raisins versus watermelon um and so they pick one and they have um all these arguments about it and then they have like a poll that they put out on twitter and yeah. so people like vote i can't believe i've never heard of this oh it's great yeah, um, it sounds fucking fantastic. And they get so passionate about these things. What a bunch of assholes. Um, like chain restaurants, like salads versus soup. <laughs> um, it's just the best because 
halfway through, I'm like, why am I watching yeah. two grown men you're argue f- about soup versus salad? Woman, and I'm <laughs> like, there's no. I feel like this is like food porn. Like I love it. Tubby people's <laughs> like dream podcast. That sounds amazing. It's you're like so finally good. something I care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to listen to it. Okay, I'll That's give really it a try. Good. Taste buds. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to uh, Tuesdays with Stories. Mark Normand and Joe List. Oh, nice. So good. Doesn't Mark Norman have a podcast um, where he just We Might gets Be Drunk, drunk yeah. with Sam Marill? Mm-hmm. Sam Marill has a uh, special coming out on Netflix on September 1st. Stoked for that. He's great. Yeah. Um, I... Only, I, I don't listen to that one a lot. I listen to it like when they have a good guest. Yeah. Like they had Bill Burr on recently, so I was like, that's my guy. I'm definitely listening to. So I... Uh, God damn... That's one of those ones where I can't I can't sit down and sit there and watch a video. You know what I mean? It like I'm like fidgety. I oh, have okay. ADHD as it is. I'm on medication for that, and I still can't do it. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. Like, so I gotta. It's, it's difficult for me to sit, sit and sit still, sit in one place and like pay attention to something. Yeah. You know, podcasting is different because it's like a connection. I get to have a you know some communication with someone. Get to know you. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. that's like stimulating enough where like the 2D surface of a video is not cutting it. Right. Mm. Yeah. Those are good. So you're not going to be watching this podcast, let me tell you. It looks good over there even though it's dead as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just have to keep it under an hour? That's not a podcast. That's a fucking dumb radio show or something. That sucks. I know. I need to figure out what it is with these cameras. I really don't know how people do it. Because people have podcasts and their cameras don't die. And I just yeah. I guess it's happened to some of them. You can't switch out the battery? Well, the battery is, uh, like I said, proprietary. So oh. I think that if I switched out the battery, it would still just die. And I don't have another one. I think there's like an aftermarket one. Like, okay. a, like a more heavy-duty one that's going to last longer. And I think that's just one of the ways they nickel and dime you. It's like, let's sell it with like the dumb battery and then they'll have to buy the $90 battery. You know? Yeah. So, cause like this recorder is on like low battery, but it's just like double A's. Yeah. It's been doing this whole podcast. This has been great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck. Yeah. That's something I need. I, I need love the, that. Well, and they're the same brand too. And so zoom makes fantastic audio recorders. Mm-hmm. So their video is just like not their wheelhouse. The audio sounds great on this, and the video is pretty good, but I just don't think they have the same. I don't know. Someone's doing too much. Zooming too much. <laughs> They're uh, trying to do audio and video, and maybe they should just stick to audio. That's fine. They can they can branch out. I'm I don't have a business. <laughs> I'm trying to branch out and get video too. It's not working. You know, just like them, not working. <laughs> um, how old were you when you started drinking? Uh. 21. Sounds like a bullshit answer. It's true. Really? Yeah. Why 21? Why'd you wait so long? Um, because I, I just didn't have an interest in it. Um, my dad drank a lot and I was like, ew, no. Maybe the ick wasn't doing it. Yeah. And, um, that's why I started just drinking like a bunch of vodka sodas. And then that's why I can't drink vodka anymore. Cause I started going out to like, 
could finally like go to shows and drink. And so I was like, I don't know what to order. So it just was the easiest thing. Um, I think if I smell vodka, I will want to puke. It makes sense. Yeah. I've, I've been there. There's certain alcohols where I'm just like, oh, God, jeez. That yeah. reminds me of bad shit that I also forgot. Yeah. Well, uh, I started drinking when I was 18. Mm-hmm. When I was 20 years old, there's this salon that opened in Arroyo Grande, and they had a fr- <laughs> uh, open bar back here, and there was PBR. I mean, back there, rather. And... Uh, <laughs> Poncho and the Wizards played local show, so I got to sit there and drink underage beers at this salon. It was super fucking cool. I can't imagine what this kind of establishment would do that to you. I mean, it's in the past, and it's so trivial, and it's not something that happens often or will likely ever happen again, but it was a good time, and... I really was not interested in drinking. I didn't smoke weed till I was probably 23 years old. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever want to do drugs. I was very straight-laced in that respect. And I think that's why I like kind of bordered the reality of like, oh, I'm not going to go do sports. Dumb. But I was also like, oh, I'm going to go do something fun. Maybe shows or I don't know. Yeah, I like, mean. It was, an, it was a boring dichotomy. <laughs> Sometimes I don't like telling people that because um, then they feel like maybe I'm judging them. But Oh, really? Fuck those people. So yeah, stupid. Like, if you could judge me because you drank three years later than me, you're lame as hell and probably not going to be asked to be on podcasts. <laughs> yeah, true. You know what I mean, though? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know, people can do whatever they want. They, they can. do all the drugs what they want. What do you judge people like, on? What's a no-go for you? What's like crossing the line, red flag, fuck these people? Don't be mean to old people and don't be rude to like people who are giving you a service. Food, like customer service and yeah, hospitality anything like people. that. Yeah. That's, that's crossing the line. That's terrible. It's, it's inexcusable. It's unforgivable. It, you have to be fucking up pretty well at your job to for me to ever say something or like be rude to that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah. It, you know, hairstylists, I'm sure people being rude to them. Fuck those people. Right. (laughs) I think there's a lot of people who don't kind of wake up and smell their own bullshit. Yeah. And they're not in touch with that. And that's like kind of big egregious lack of self-awareness that's something I, I is like the biggest, like I don't stand for. Yeah. I, I try to be pretty self-aware and sometimes it, it puts me in compromising and embarrassing, you know, times in my life because it's, it's like, oh fuck, I got to witness why I suck right now <laughs> <laughs> and that's not fun, but it, uh, it, I think it always leads people to a better place. I wonder if it's like ignorance is bliss and the people who aren't self-aware, are they, uh, like they're happier. Yeah. Are they happier? I always wonder that too. Like, what the fuck? Like, are you seriously just so much better off because you're dumber than me? Yeah. <laughs> or dumber than the rest of us? I hate that. But also I want to know. Yeah. How good does that feel? I always want, that's something that I always thought when I was like growing up is like, 
these people don't even know the propaganda that they're being fed. And they're just like straight A students and they're just going to college and they think that's the route and they're so happy and they just, they're popular in sports and I'm just like, fuck, what's it like to be stupid? Are you happy over there? I wanted that. I, part of me wanted to know, like, if I could just get like a couple brain cells, like shot the hell out of me, I could do this. I could, I could do life. I could do do the career. I could have the job. Maybe the house. You ever see people you went to school with, and you're like, "How the fuck do you do so well?" You were a goddamn feeb when we were growing up. Oh yeah, all the time. What the hell is that yeah. about? Mm-hmm. I think I bring that up on almost every podcast. I swear. I'm just like, <laughs> there's nothing more frustrating than when dipshit Danielle is like kicking ass at life you're like no no you don't get to be happy why are you happy you what the hell is this shit no that that's how I feel you know what I mean where it's like no you you did it you went too far you did what I thought I was gonna do come on I I like punk rock I'm better than you don't you know (laughs) that's kind of how I feel so in true detective Matthew McConaughey's character which one do you think is better um him when he's like the excellent detective or the Lone Star mustache, long-haired version? God, I don't know, because he gets to fuck Michelle Monaghan <laughs> when he's the good detective, and there's nothing... It's nothing better than that. Nothing better than that. I had a crush on her before that show ever came out, so I was pretty stoked on that. But what about Woody Harrelson gets to have a side piece with a, was it Alexandria Daddario? Is that her name? The stripper, yeah. Jesus. I don't know, man. They both got it going on. It's hard to say. Yeah. Probably the long-haired, mustachioed, drinking beer in the interview, so it invalidates all of the interior, uh, interview he has, yeah. and it's inadmissible. That's way more clever and, like, arrived at a healthy place. You ever see people who are, like, you know, maybe 40, like, 45, 50, and they, like, they're still wearing something or still have like facial hair or long hair. And you're like, do you not have any friends? Do you look awful? What are you doing? You know, you're looking around like you need a friend, dude. That shit's disgusting. I saw someone with sideburns today. Mm-hmm. Every time I went to go get my hair cut at a salon, the first thing they did was shave my sideburns. And I would get so pissed when I was a kid because I was like a teenager and I had sideburns. And I was like, come on, I want a sideburns, you know? And I was just like, Pfft. I never told them. And they fucked my world up. Little did I know, little inexperienced, naive Dallas did not know. These bitches were doing me a favor. <laughs> it was such a better look. I saw an old picture, like someone liked like a 10 year old picture on my Instagram because they found the right hashtag, I guess, to find it. And I had like little, like barely baby pube sideburns. I'm so glad those are gone. That's the first thing I do when I shave, just get rid of the sideburns. You need that kind of wisdom in life, you know? Yeah. He may have had the long hair and the mustache, but like that was just for the show. And he still had that precedence of reality. Yeah. It's gotta be it's gotta be long hair, Matthew McConaughey. Even though he is a fucking stud god haughty when he in the ni- right? in the nineties. Yeah. Stupid. God, I wish I could be that lean. Who the He's fuck so cool. does that? He's so cool. 
call him the tax man, carries that like big binder around. Yep. Dude, oh, love that. I love that. He's like a nerd, but he's like hot. <laughs> Hooks up with his partner's wife because his dumb partner is cheating on his wife. Who cheats on Michelle Monaghan? What the fuck is that about? Yeah, who does that? Well, I'll tell you who. Someone who finds Alexandria Daddario because those blue eyes and b- big boobs are pretty friggin' striking, right? You're like, whoops. You know? Also, I have no idea what it's like to be married and have a mother of my children. That might be the worst goddamn thing in the world, and a stripper might be the answer to all your issues back then. What? I don't know. I'm saying <laughs> I don't know. You know? It might... <laughs> <sighs> Can't wait for that to come back and bite me in the <laughs> yes. bite me in the pussy. Some, someone's gonna clip that that statement, and your life is over. Oh no, I don't get to look like a greaser anymore. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Oh no, my almost video podcast is over. You're never gonna day in this town. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's one of my biggest fears is being single and then like having to be like on Tinder and being like host of the Pat Etiquette podcast. <laughs> like instant incel. Yeah. Immediate incel. That's not going to be good. That's horrible. Red nose. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Who's this guy? Where'd you meet this guy you're seeing? Uh, we're, not talk- we're not talking about that. Okay. That's yeah. fine with me. That's why I asked beforehand. Yeah. Didn't have to fucking break that in three hours in. <laughs> That's why I asked beforehand. All right, fair enough. <laughs> do you, hair, do you love him? It looks great. I, I, I mean, I like what he did with your hair. Oh, he's not the one that did it. Are you, it's, what a, the it's fuck? another guy. Oh, it's another guy. Oh, is it the stud that was at the birthday party? Yeah, he's so sexy. He's so hot. He looks so cool. I was like, I like this guy. He like dressed cool. Oh, you're flushing. You cover your face with your jacket. You fucking dork. Um, yeah, no, he's a, he's he's a stud. He's nice. He's sexy. So dumb. It's me or him? You. Oh, definitely. Um, he had like cool tattoos and everything. I was like, damn, dude, fucking, you rock this world. Hell yeah, good for you. Like life is your oyster. Slurp it or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you you both were dressed way too cool to be there. No. Yeah. I was so mad. I was like, you know, it's the dog's birthday party, right? Not your fashion show. I was literally sweating. And I know. Jeans and a white sweating. shirt. I know. Dude, I was, you were wearing a white shirt. I don't remember, but I was, I know I was wearing a black shirt because all I do is wear Carhartt <laughs> shirts now and they just, they're thick and baggy and I sweat like a, a whore in church now. It's brutal. No, you guys are being way, like, way too cool. You were sitting at your, like, cool table, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do. Oh, I know. Well, that's what happens when you show up late. I'm sorry. You should be. I was like, we got to backpedal for ladies over here. <laughs> Friggin' these Riri's who are tardy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad because, like, they look like they're out for like a night on the town and they're at a dog's birthday party. <laughs> no, I, I, I wanted it. to like lend myself and like, Hey, it's okay. You look great. Life's great. What's up, dude. How you doing? Nice tattoos. God. <laughs> oh my God. 
Whiskey's great. I, I don't know why I ever quit drinking whiskey. I was like a gin and tequila guy for the last year or two. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I just like, was like, I, where was I? I had some whiskey and it, it, I think I just bought some Buffalo Trace, actually. Yeah. So good. Really good. So fucking underrated. I yeah. love that shit. It is so good. I really like that stuff. Buffalo Trace. Anytime. Big fan. I'll do Buffalo Trace and, and Coca-Cola now. Yeah. Like at a bar. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Or beer. That's it. Yeah. I don't even do gin anymore. Gin was making me like, kind of like icky feeling. But I also was like, give me some gin. I want to be sexy and skinny. <laughs> but I would get gin and tonic, which has like sugar in it. And I was like, yeah. Why isn't it working? Yeah. I can't really do gin. Tequila is pretty wild. You like tequila though? Um, on a, I mean, on occasion, I feel like I can just, just straight tequila just does not sit oh, well. Oh, no. So you're like a margarita person. You need like a cocktail with tequila. Yeah. Fair enough. Damn. I got to tell you, all I want to do is go to Bill's and drink now. This is horrible. Why'd you give me whiskey? <laughs> you love it. Now. It is pretty nice. It's you should very go nice. to Bill's. <laughs> Probably. Nah, it'd be a disaster. I got to drive all the way to Los Alamos. <laughs> got to go get some Pedialyte and just like chill. Oh, I got to go to In-N-Out is what I got to do. You do have to go to In-N-Out. <sighs> You're hard nut to crack. You know that? Am I? I'm being very vulnerable to you. Really? Yeah, I think so. I feel like I, I'm, I feel like I'm not doing my job as a journalist. What do you want to know? It's a great question. I my th- favorite color has evolved from, um, from over the years from purple to black, to blue, to red, and now it's pink. What's it like to be depressed? <laughs> um, it's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty great, actually. <laughs> you, th- you thought you were interesting. <laughs> Try thinking about killing yourself once a week. Every time a man walks into the salon, I'm like, this is a perfect moment. <laughs> uh, what's something different you want for yourself next year, this time next year? Um, something different. I think I, I think I'd like to actually like do an extended kind of travel, like live somewhere for a couple months. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Yeah. I always talk about it and I just never have done it. I think that would be really fun. Is there somewhere you have in mind? Um, I really like Mexico city. I think that it's, it's yeah. really, really fun. The altitude's pretty crazy. They have some of it's the worst traffic wild. in the world too. It's pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great architecture, cool mm-hmm. art too. Like I think Mexico city is a interesting spot. I don't yeah. think it's talked about enough, mm-hmm. especially like in relation to Mexico. Cause like we're in California. So there's a lot of like, I think, uh, Mexican dialogue you know, about like whether it's the border or like Tijuana or like, you know, even like Oaxaca, like I was saying, like, I think Mexico City is a, like a topic that could be explored more. Right. Or something, not that could be, there's just something I'd be interested in hearing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not saying like the public discourse is really avoiding Mexico City. And I, quite frankly, like <laughs> as a, as a white liberal, I don't think it's, it's right, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, you should you should go there. I would love to go there. That'd be great. I'm still terrified of Mexico. 
Why? Uh, I don't think I've ever in the last couple of years now been anywhere without a gun. And I don't think I could do that. Oh. I wouldn't be very terrified. Do you have a gun in your backpack right now? Oh, I guess no. I don't have a gun with me. I have a BB gun in there for sure, though. <laughs> Actually, no, there's a BB gun in there, but not a gun gun. Yeah, no. Yeah. That, so it scares me just because of what I've heard about the cartel. I know it's a huge country, and I'm probably not going to ever experience any of that. Yeah. But it's some pretty grim, crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean... I know that isn't representative as Mexico or Mexicans as a culture as a whole. Right. But... It is a very terrifying component. And the insanity that is the CIA and DEA cooperation with cartels in drug trades is equally compromising in my confidence in traveling. So just got to be like, fuck it, let's go to Mexico City and get stuck in traffic and be out of breath a lot. There's uh, some great uh, MMA fighters out of Mexico City, and they have uh, insane cardio because of it, because they train at such a high altitude. There's that fly again. Were you hearing about fighting and death and wanting to come, you little bastard? Can you kill it already, or are you just going to keep talking about it? Well, I, well I'm more afraid of like what the um, compromise of... he got. Tra- oh, I thought he was going to get trapped in the glass, you son of a bitch. No, I, I don't want to hurt the, you know, the dresser, the glass, what have you. Just kill it. I would love to. I was, I've <laughs> killed more flies today than any day in my life. I gotta be honest with you. That salt gun was blasting these little bastards. That seems really fun. Yeah, honestly, it's really fun. It's like laser tag with like consequences of like, there's no flies bugging me now. <laughs> Good consequences. <laughs> what do you say? You wanna wrap this up? You all done? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, sweetie. Any parting words? Any parting stories? Any questions you have for the host of this amazing bond? <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, we have. We can't just leave it like that. That's fine. It's me too. Yeah. Um. Let me see your notebook. Okay. What other questions do you have for me? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm see if flip, you can. Feel I'm gonna flip it around on you. No, it's okay. That's the first thing I've written in there that is uh, remained in there. Oh, you you. Ask me all the questions. I think I might have. And I also, it's more of like a, a crutch or more of like a, something to fall back on because I wanted a conversation that's organic and it okay. kind of really like, yeah, yeah. I think it can happen and does happen. And these are just like uh, more of a fail safe in case it's someone I'm uncomfortable with initially or they're not comfortable. It's maybe some icebreakers and also just some good questions to ask. Yeah. You know. Um, Sorry to be so transparent. You're a Carhartt guy now? Um, I've been a Carhartt guy for a while. It's been pretty nice. Uh, This shirt, I don't know how I feel about it because I feel like I look like a fucking greasy trucker in it. (laughs) But also, it it really is like I got it because I saw someone wearing it and I was like, I think that'd be pretty fucking, I could make that work. That'd be sexy. Like, they looked good wearing it. So I was like, well, clearly I'll look good wearing it. You order something out of a catalog and you're like, damn it. Yeah. It looks shittier on me. I knew it. That's kind of how I feel about this right now. I, I, I'm in a weird place fashion-wise. I don't know what to wear. Why? I don't know. Like, because, like, I don't have, like, a, 
like a subculture or like a identifier that I want to like lean towards or adorn myself with. Right. And then I also don't know what, like, I don't know what's sexy or not too. It's like, I want to look good, you know? I was telling my friend today, I was like, you need to work out and just make your body like as good and as like lean and like strong and be the temple. And then you'll look good wearing anything. Right. Because I was talking about a Adidas track suit. And I was like, dude, if you're like shredded and fucking, you know, strong, like you can make any track suit look good. And he's like, fuck that. I'm not wearing that dumb shit. And I was like, fair enough. What about the velour track suits that say juicy on the butt? Mm, hell yeah. I have a back injury right now and at work I've had to do lunges a lot and like squatting and lunges a lot and it brought my like butt back which is so nice. Fucking honestly <laughs> ha- part of the reason I got the, these jeans too is cuz like the pockets are like riding high and it's like they're good butt jeans. Hell yeah. But they're still not a they're still not where I want them to be, you know what I mean? They're still new. I feel like I've learned a lot about you. I apologize. I really wanted to learn more about you. This is the point <laughs> of the podcast. Maybe it's bad etiquette to just talk over someone and share, overshare while they sit there in obscurity. <laughs> Damn it. Did it to me again. You ready to go get in and out? Dude, I'm so ready. Actually, okay. that sounds great. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you for doing this podcast. Um, you're welcome back anytime. I'd love to do another one anytime. And uh, it'll be vodka, not, not whiskey, actually. I will not be attending. Damn it. I'll drink the vodka. I'll bring you some tequila or whiskey. It'll, it'll be a good time. Perfect. Ruby Villalobos. Correct. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, Dallas Guy Bronson. <laughs> this has been the Bad Etiquette Podcast. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Till next time. See you guys.